Welcome to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9 and our, uh, well, our very last broadcast of this week, as we all know, tomorrow being Thanksgiving. Uh, I feel like everybody's probably off tomorrow. Most people probably off tomorrow. Not everybody, obviously, as there's Black Friday deals. Certain stores open, certain stores close. Who cares about people's families? Who knows? Nobody cares. It's like one of those things. It's like you either get celebrated for staying open on uh, you know, Thanksgiving or you're like demonized for it. And I don't understand it. I mean, hey, listen, you're not going to be working a, a 18-hour shift on Thanksgiving. Either your family can have lunchtime Thanksgiving and you have to work at night or you had to work during the morning and your family can have dinner time Thanksgiving. You have a job. Shouldn't that be the whole thing? Is everyone always telling you, oh, you got to have a job. You got to have a job. Well, dude, who, uh, dude put yes. on your Target vest and go go to work. Yes. I uh, I don't know if I'll be in any of the stores tomorrow. I will probably have to do some... Uh, I will probably have to do some light shopping as soon as the show's over. I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't plan this last grocery trip out well enough. I'm already. I'm already running out of stuff. God bless you if you're going to a grocery store, dude. I mean, that's going to be crazy. I don't. I, like, that, that's not going to be good at all. That's, that's going to be terrible. I don't even need that. But you know what? I could probably get by. Yeah. If and if you're going to go get something, overpay and go to CVS as opposed to like going to Giant Eagle or going to Walmart because those places are going to be effing bananas today. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's probably worth the money. Today. For sure, dude. Just buy the buy the dishwashing soap at the at, at the at the gas station, and you're gonna do much better. <laughs> how are uh, dude? How are you this morning? I'm Fanto? good, man. I'm, ex- I'm excited to go into Thanksgiving break here. Is that uh, right? You know, I've uh, I've got I've got a Cavs game that I'm going to yeah. tonight. First Cavs game I've been That's to tonight. You're going yeah, first okay. Cavs game I've been to since they've won a championship. So I'm excited to go. Like, oh, what be, are you wearing to that? Be a part of the whole process. I don't know. I might have. I wear, Is it championship gear? Is I, it classic retro gear? I, I might wear multiple shirts and do costume <laughs> changes throughout it. Just tear offs. Taking shirts off. Um, it's a possibility. I don't know. Uh, and uh, good for you, man. I, yeah. So I'm going with my dad, my brother, and his two boys. So oh, nice. It's it's, it's going to be a good guys' night out for the Fantones. Uh, the thing I'm concerned about is my girlfriend is going to be hanging out with my mom, my sister-in-law, a couple of my aunts, and they're going to be drinking. And I'm very oh, no. oh, I'm just very concerned. I'm going to be gone for like three or four hours, leaving her at at, at my parents' house. Right. And it's going to and turn. Booze. Oh, it's going to turn into embarrassing <laughs> stories uh, uh, real quick. No, no, no. See here's. Where I, here's, here's where I have an issue. Obviously, your family is going to look to tell every embarrassing story about you to your girlfriend. However, I worry that the concern's more on the girlfriend's side. And let me tell you why. Okay. You've been dating this woman long enough now for her to be totally comfortable. Yeah. She loves your family. Your yeah. family loves her. Yeah. Everybody's like friendly. Oh, my God. Secretly, your mom's like, I hope this is it. Like, I hope this is like the last girl. Right. And so your girlfriend knows this. And so she's got a little bit of that confidence on her. And, dude, that's when your guard gets let down, three bottles of wine in, and all of a sudden that horrific moment that nobody mentions for the next 30 Thanksgivings happens this evening. And I'm telling you, there's a possibility of that. I come home, everybody's all upset, and, like, my mom's crying. I'm like, what's the matter? What what happened Dude, Megan's kind of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, God. there's a possibility that could happen. I didn't even think about that, but now that you say it out loud, my worst nightmares could, could she could torpedo a it. Yeah, I mean, because my girlfriend is kind of a lightweight, and if if you put like three hours of drinking time on her, she's definitely going to get sloppy. Sitting down on the couch too, like she doesn't yeah. understand. She's not at the bar or anything like right. that. She's definitely going to get sloppy. She knows, guard down. She knows we're spending the night there, so she's going to not care, and she's not going to worry about driving, dude. Terrible, terrible. Why? 
would you put that on me right now? Oh, <laughs> oh I'm man. doing good. Everything's good in my life. <laughs> Everything's I feel pretty great. happy. I'm going to a Cavs game. Gotta be fine. And then, dude, it's going to be a disaster. I didn't even think of that. Dude, all I've done all morning. All I have done all morning is torpedoed Fantone's like beginning to Thanksgiving. Yeah, dude, it's pretty good. You know, hey, we got the day off. You know, we're going to be fine. Like 10 minutes before the show started, I was like, buddy, I was like, I hate to do this to you as we're going to gear up for like a holiday show. I was like, I hate to try to, like, it's like, I hate to bring the mood down. But before the show even started, I was like, dude, let me tell you. I was like, when one of your parents dies and the other one lives 3,000 miles on the other side of the country, you just don't care about the holidays. Like, they just don't, it, 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 it's so, it's been hard for me for a while while to get geared up to do these programs because I know everybody else is excited and I'm kind of like, yeah, Thursday. Well, and you know, I think Thanksgiving may be less, but when you talk about the holidays as a whole, um, somebody who's in the position you are where your both parents are essentially gone. I mean, your mom's yeah. still alive, but you know, like you said, Far on the enough other away. side of the country, most people who are dealing with that with one of their parents being dead and, and, and maybe mom in a retirement home or something like that, have their own family to kind of like re, you know, ignite that flame of excitement. See, and as I killed his holiday. <laughs> now look at him. Now look at him. You don't See, have a family. you're supposed to have people who love you living in your house, but you're a miserable son of a bitch and everybody hates you. So for the 364 days a year, 363 days a year, 362 days a year, where it's like, dude, life's good. I just sit around. I get to smoke weed when I want. I get to masturbate when I want. I get to I get to bang. You pay for it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do. You yeah. Do. There's a comeuppance for you, my friend. You think it's all you think it's all good times and, and golf golf courses. You have Thanksgiving not. all year on the one day you shall suffer. No, that's a little bit true. Yeah. It is a little bit yeah. true. What's uh what's going on your side of the board? What's happening? All right. So I did something yesterday that it seems like a lot of people in our audience have been doing. Okay. Okay. And that is I took an in depth listen to the new Metallica record. Okay. Okay. We got those sent to the I would have never bought this new Metallica record. But we, I had streamed it once, and because uh, somebody sent me like you know some files of it, and then uh, you know we were happened to be in the boss's office yesterday, and Phantom was like looking through a box, and I was like, dude, what's in that? And he's like, it's a new Metallica record. Boss man actually, for the like once in his life, is like, yeah, dude, take that if you want it. I was like, couldn't believe he gave us something. So I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I listened to it a little bit on my way home, and then I took it into the house and put it in and listened to it a little bit further, and. I want to be careful not to get to like hot takeville here, okay? Because I felt like I got there, I, I got a little close to hot takeville on Facebook. I'll tell you what I said about it on Facebook after listening to it twice yesterday. I said it would have been a really good instrumental record, but lyrically and vocally, it's an S, it's an S show, like bad. And also, I also mentioned this. I don't know why we split up 13 tracks over two discs. I feel like that's Metallica being pretentious and all that. And somebody said, well, you know, some of the songs are seven minutes. You can't fit them all on one disc. I had a disc 10 years ago that had 80 tracks on it. It can be done. Yeah, that's that's it, silly. It can That can be done. The spacing can be done. They just want to do it to make it look cool, to make their audience feel like you're getting more for the price of the same thing, which, of course, you're not. Okay? It's... Musically, it's pretty damn good. Musically, it's definitely the best thing they've done since Load, for sure. Black Album, probably. Musically, it sounds pretty good. But lyrically, it's... And again, I'm always the guy who's trying to tell you that all like song lyrics aren't great. But it's bad. I mean, it's just not very good. Um... Isn't that kind of a part of the return to the thrash sound? And I mean, if we're going to talk about how they've kind of gone back to what they originally sounded like, you know, I, I, a little, I, yeah, I, I feel like maybe a little less of like the storytelling and a little bit more of the. 
basicness. The, you know, you know what it sounds like, and and the biggest Metallica fan I've ever met is my buddy Josh, who works in the radio business, and uh, he's the biggest Metallica fan I've ever met in my entire life. He said to me before I had heard the whole thing, he's like, "Dude, it just sounds like a bad Megadeth record." And that's it, it. It does. Like the subject matter all sounds like because Dave Mustaine's always been writing about how the establishment sucks and the politics of the country and this and that. But all that cheesiness and all that like stuff, that really works for Dave Mustaine and Megadeth. It doesn't work for Metallica. It doesn't sound right to me. And James has hard he has a hard time with the screaming and like all that kind of stuff now. But like musically, it came out great. Like bumper music, like coming back from commercial music. And stuff for like radio stations, it sounds amazing. Musically, it's really good. I would think I've listened to it a little bit yesterday on the way home. Not, I didn't get into it, but I would say it'll be used in commercials and things. Just in that, like it's aggressive, it hits hard, but I don't want to hear it for more than forty-five seconds. I don't want to listen to it like long term. The thing about it is, I have always said that no matter what Metallica does, when they come to town, I'll buy a ticket and I'll go. But here's the thing: with this record now, I don't think I would. Because they're getting critical acclaim with it already. It seems like the Metallica audience overall, it sounds like I'm in the minority. Like It sounds like most people who have bought this record really dig it, and I'm in the minority. That's fine. But my thing about going to see them now would be, they think this record's on par with all their other stuff, so they're going to play so much of it when they tour, that I'm going to be like, they're going to skip out on stuff I really want to hear that I don't think I'd go now. Now I'm a little bit I'm a little bit lucky in the fact that I've seen Metallica like 12 times already. So I don't have to see them ever again. I've got my Metall- my good Metallica shows in. But I I think I would sit this one out because they're going to play so much of this record and I don't care about it. There were things on it that were all right, but like Man Unkind is like terrible. I mean it's terrible. Musically not a bad record. It's a little safely mixed. It's not as aggressive sounding as it could have been. It's not as eerie sounding as it could have been. And I think that was by design. They wanted it to be palatable for sure. It's Metallica. Yeah, I mean, the digestibility of it for sure. is going to matter to them. But it sounds like, musically, it sounds like Bob Rock produced Ride the Lightning, which isn't the worst thing in the world. I mean, listen, and that's, that's good sound right there. Yeah. I just don't think James sounds as good as he once did. And, I mean, the guy's almost... He's got to be getting, what, to close to 60. I mean, look at what he did to his vocal cords right. for decades. You know, Dude, of course, toured, that's going to like, hurt you. That one tour, I think they toured like 330 days. I mean, they were just... I mean, they were the road dogs of the tour. But, you know, people came after me on Facebook and were like, you're just bitter. Maybe. I'll make room. Maybe. But I got to tell you, like, I listened to it on the way home and I was like laughing at it lyrically. I was like, oh my God. And these are the people who tell me, dude, that Jason Aldean writes crappy songs. Oh my God. Like, Jason Aldean does write crappy yeah, songs. Yeah, but so does Metallica. <laughs> like, dude, lyrically, this, dude, lyrically, that album is no better than a Thomas Rhett record. Lyrically, it's probably worse than a Thomas Rhett record. That's pretty bad for like the greatest band maybe of all time. Second. In my opinion. Kind of hard to beat Led Zeppelin. I don't know. I'm not into it. I've also have been uh, a little anti-TSO. Yeah, you have. I've been a little anti-TSO. 
And uh, it turns out we have another pair of tickets for uh, their show, New Year's Eve. And I took a, a piece of listener email surrounding TSO. And I want to read that to you, and we'll do it next on the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. That's where you can see, actually, a video that we're getting ready to discuss here as a listener has sent some stuff in. Now, it's been kind of established and well-known that I'm not the biggest of TSO supporters. Just not my thing. I don't know. I, I understand, I guess. It's obviously a taste thing, but it just seems like a very strange thing not to like. Yeah, not to, you know, you don't have to love it. I'm not saying it's like, dude, no, you have to listen to Trans-Siberian Orchestra. N- no, you don't. But you, you go from... <laughs> no, you, you shouldn't. You go actually. from like, yeah, it's not my cup of tea into like, oh my God, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. It makes you angry. I don't understand that. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan of it. Okay. I just, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I, you know, you either like stuff or you don't. You know, and uh, I'm not a, uh, Oh Holy Night can be what the song it needed to be. I don't need Iron Maiden's version of Oh Holy Night. You know what I mean? Like, you could take my favorite bands of all time, and if they released a Christmas album, I don't want it. Right? Like, I would just look at, like, dude, seriously, we're going to give me the Slayer's Christmas classics? No, uh, do I'm you, good. Do you, so, I, I'm going to disagree. I like when they take things, you know, I mean, you like cover songs, I know that, so you're yeah. taking you're taking something that, you know, you know and that you're familiar with, and maybe making it a little bit more modern, or a little bit more metal, or a little bit more rap, or a little bit more, you know, updated into today's world. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not wild about it. I like it. I. Uh, I don't need that. I would never buy a Christmas album uh, of anybody. I don't. I don't think there's Christmas songs that I even like. Like I don't know. Like, really? oh, dude, I'm never gonna put any of that stuff on my iPod. That sounds like the saddest thing ever. Listen, I'm not saying. I'm not saying you have to like. You know, make that what you're listening to on a regular basis. But you're not uh, when you're driving around town and you turn on my 1017. Oh, I hate and you that. You got Bing Crosby talking no. about it. Come on, dude. Brutal. Come on, dude. Brutal. You got Dean Martin up there, so, you know, drinking some whiskey, making racist jokes, and singing Christmas songs. You don't like that? No, that sounds terrible. I don't. Punching dude, abroad, dude. You know, you know what year it is. I'm not even allowed to like that. Smoking anymore. a cigarette in the maternity ward. Come on, dude. That's good stuff. I mean, yeah, I miss the cigarettes. Trying to make America great again. Uh, look, I'm not gonna. You know, I understand why. I understand why radio stations play nonstop Christmas music after a certain time. I totally understand that. Okay, I just don't particularly care for Christmas music. And like, I've worked in the radio business a long time now. And every year, the program director is like running up and down the hallway going, I don't know, when should we do it? Is it the first time it snows? Is it Christmas Eve? When should we do Thanksgiving Day? When do we do it? And I've for a decade plus now, I've told every radio programmer there is. How about December 1st? How is that not officially the day? Or if you want to go back and you want to get there before December 1st, why not just make it Thanksgiving Day or Black Friday when people start their shopping? Right? But like every year, I got to hear like programmers like talk about this, like it, like they're trying to figure out the launch codes, and it's like, guys, it's Bing Crosby. Don't overthink it. December first, press play, be done. You're you're underthinking it because oh, no. you got to think, dude. Oh, no. They're not trying to pull Stansberry in listening to Christmas music. They're trying to pull Stansberry's mom into listening to Christmas music. She's going to so, do that. So the earlier they can do that, the better it is for the radio station. I like it. A little Dean Martin there. Keeping things classy. Oh, dear God. 
I mean, what is that for? <laughs> Dude, like, what is that for? Like, what do you, what do you, when, when are you listening to that? When are you listening to that? When, when you can barely hear it over those ungrateful kids you got ripping the paper off of the thing that you almost could afford to get them? Is that when you're listening to it? Is it when you're trying to drown out the noise of your annoying ass mother-in-law while you, while you, while you damn near beer bong eggnog? Is that what this is for? Then how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee. Am I just hate filled? <laughs> Am I just miserable? You know what grinds my gears? Christmas. Happy F Santa! You heard it here first. Do you think it's bad now? Wait till the week before Christmas. We gotta do this all over again. Alright. We do have a pair of TSO tickets. Look, right. I'm not a fan. I understand a lot of you like it. You go. I I, I, I guess I... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, why? I don't know, dude. I, there's plenty of times where they'll take, like, a classical-sounding song and, you know, jazz it up somehow or another. People really like this kind of stuff. Isn't there, like, some guy who, like, opens, pretends to open, like, a huge book and, like, reads from it? Oh yeah, dude. There's all sorts of tales that go along. Like oh. these are all 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 the albums. I think are like story based, and they're talking like, about the little- lion, the witch, and the wardrobe smashed together with Christmas, and you get explosions. What? America, dude. What are you hating on this so much for? I don't remember Santa like having to navigate the sleigh through the minefield and the pot fires. That is TSO. And the reason why I bring all this up is that a listener of the program, Doug, sent me an email. Okay. And he says, I wanted to let you know that this is our 10 year of doing this and that we collect canned goods for the Turnaround Church in Canton to help the less fortunate. Nice. They have a light display at the Legends Golf Course and it starts Thanksgiving night every night through Christmas. Show lasts about an hour. It's like, I'm not asking you to promote it. I just wanted to let you know about it in case you were interested. It's a total of 25,000 lights. He sent us a video of it. It's only one song, not all the 15 songs, but you know, I figured I would post this for him. So it's up at WRQK.com. I've also just tweeted it out so you can see that. But it's all set to like the Wizards in Winter. And you know, this is, people do this. Like people have light displays and like use TSO for what is so funny? Stansberry despises saying stupid things. Like even if it comes to a drive through and like, he doesn't want to say like the cheesy double down like stack or anything like that. So for you to say we have to say the wizards in winter, I just find that to be very funny. The wizards in winter. Christmas Eve in Sarajevo. <laughs> I mean if you dude, here's the wizards in winter I want. You show me I want Santa and Gandalf in a steel cage match. That I'll watch. And I don't care what crappy music you play behind it. You get that to happen, I'd be it. Dear God. Dustin tweets in, how dare you not like music I like? You should also agree with me politically. (laughs) There are people who listen to this, though. No, dude, I dated a girl once. Who every year, at the, and I dated her for a long time. 
and every year from Thanksgiving till Christmas morning, her mom would pull out like the TSO. Like, dude, there's effing box sets to this trash. And she would pull it out every year and we'd have to drink wine and I'd have to bite my lip about how much I thought that this was just insane. If you've got it on at the Christmas party in the background, maybe not so bad. But if you're driving around in your car, like really feeling it, like getting into it, like, oh, man, wait till this crescendo comes up. I don't know. It's a little strange. Rob uh, tweets and says, Bing Crosby and David Bowie, Little Drummer Boy. That's a great Christmas song. Okay. All right. I mean, is it really? Are we just saying no, that? No, it's not. Are we just saying that? Because Big Crosby and David Bowie. David Bowie died. I really like David Bowie. And he also says the TSO is great music for uh, Christmas lights. I agree. Like, th- that is the perfect soundtrack for, like, a light display in a house. So I guess maybe I should tell you why I don't get into, like, that whole thing. I said this earlier. I think it was earlier this week where I said, you know, you would think that being raised by a minister, I would have more love of the holiday and holidays. I just don't. Like, we used to beg my dad when I was a kid. Dad, will you please put the Christmas lights on the house? And this was my dad. <laughs> dude, I swear to God. I, dude, I love him. He's dead, but I love this. Now that I'm older, I totally understand this, and it makes all the sense in the world. But as a kid, I thought he was being the Grinch. It's like, Dad, just please, will you please put the Christmas lights on the house? And my dad's answer every year was always, you want to see Christmas lights? Look at the neighbor's house. My dad's argument, which made all the sense in the world, was once you're inside the house, Daniel, you'll never see him anyway. You can only see the neighbor's lights from inside the house. You spend more time inside the house than you do out. Why am I going to spend four hours up on a ladder trying to get these lights up so you can look at them for five minutes and go, it's cold. I want to go inside. (laughs) (laughs) And he's so effing right. Now that I'm 40, I'm like, dude, this guy's making a lot of sense. He was totally right. Man, everybody on social networking is calling me the Grinch right now. Am I ruining Thanksgiving? We're not even to Christmas yet. Well, Um, this is the official kickoff point of like, hey, it's Christmas season. Hey, you're going to hear all these, you know, songs. So no, dude, you're worth the right time. I just think you are the Grinch, though. What's not to like? I mean, I get it. You don't love this, but guitars, pianos, Christmas in Sarajevo. (laughs) That right there. That (laughs) is what I don't like. Joseph writes in and says, speaking of Vans, Sansbury, that you don't like, I have a sublime tattoo on my arm. I want to know how much rage it fills you with. A lot, Joseph. A lot. That was that was ill-advised. Where is this display at? The Legends Golf Course, actually. I think that's why the guy probably sent it to me. He's like, ah, I'll hook him with the golf. I'll hook him with that. You can see the video. It's up at WRQK.com. And TSO is playing New Year's Eve. At the queue, 3 p.m. day show, so you can still like go to that and then still go do something for New Year's Eve, which I, I if you ask me, that's probably the best show to go see, is the 3 o'clock New Year's Eve show. And since I know most of you were yelling at me about hating on this, you must love it, so I want to make this as fair as we possibly can since we're doing it really early in the morning. Equal time. Equal. Equal time. <laughs> let's, do, let's do caller 30. At 1-800-243-7625, we'll send you the TSO New Year's Eve 3 p.m. show. And again, check out that video, WRQK.com. And a cautionary tale about sending out the nude pics next on The Stansbury Show.
Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. If you're an always sunny in Philadelphia fan, we have uh, the trailer for the next season available uh, for you to see. I got fingers crossed on them. I feel like over the past couple of seasons, they've kind of been like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it's been a while that that show's been out. And sooner or later, yeah, I mean, you were going to hit. Now, I don't know. You know, I mean, I haven't been as dedicated of a viewer of that program the last couple of seasons. I'll be honest. I still like it, still enjoy it or whatever, but I haven't been as dedicated to make sure I'm watching it. Um, So I'm sure that there's been a little bit of a decline. The show is so good. How are you not going to see a decline at some point? Much like every other TV show, seasons probably three through seven are probably the the ones where you're like, all right, that's when they're really striding out. right. right. And then anything after that, just, you know, a little disappointing. I also see up here now that you have put a video up of Ohio Championship Wrestling's Thanksgiving special. Hell yeah! And I believe uh, you were taking part of this event. Uh, is this is this Saturday this is happening? Saturday night. This Saturday night, uh, November 26th at the Ohio Championship Wrestling Arena. It's the debut of that building. Uh, it's in one of the old Coventry school buildings. So it's right there on Main Street in Akron. Oh, cool. Uh, doors at 7. Or doors at 6.30. I'm sorry. Bell time at 7. Tickets are only 10 bucks, And, uh, you know, it's a uh, it's, it's it's small business Saturday. And this is a great opportunity for you to think local. Ohio Championship Wrestling. Those guys, they bust their ass and, and, and put forth the best show possible. So uh, I'm excited about it. I'll be a part of it. I'll be there. I'll be uh, doing some ring announcing and some some play-by-play, some color commentary. It's going to be a good time. We're going to talk to Sherman Tank 9 a.m. this morning on the program. We'll also pass out some tickets for this event uh, during that interview. I, uh, If I'm looking at this right, it looks like they're billing this one match, Ohio State v. Michigan. Correct. One dude's from Michigan, Brandon Edwards, taking on Sherman Tank. Correct. Uh, proudly in the Ohio uh, State camp there. Uh, I, I've never met Sherman Tank personally, but he looks a lot like Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, dude, he's huge, man. Wait till he comes in. He's a big uh, He's a big dude. He uh, he gets around in the ring really well. Guy, guy's been wrestling for forever, and uh, he's kind of the one behind all this. So I'm excited to have him in. Oh, is that right? 9 o'clock, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll talk to him at 9 o'clock. We just passed out those TSO tickets. That dude was pumped. I mean, he could not wait to go to that. Yeah, as soon as I sold him, I'm like, Dylan, you won. He's like, F and A, right, I did. <laughs> yeah, like, man, he yeah, was man. pumped. Yeah. He's ready to go to uh, to TSO New Year's Eve, 3 o'clock show. I like when we give things away early in the program. I feel like a lot of shows don't do that, and they kind of like want to you know, they want to pull you through. And I know it's smart, obviously. Pull you through, pull you through, pull you through. I get it. I totally understand it. But I think sometimes people who, you know, I mean, not everybody listens all four hours of the program. I like rewarding people who are up early. I think most people probably don't. You got to go into work. You're not right. necessarily able to listen on, you know, via via iHeartRadio or whatever. You know, your boss makes you listen to some other crappy radio station, and and then you miss out on the prizes. So no, I'm yeah. glad you got them out there too. Yeah, no, man, I like uh, I like rewarding people who listen early sometimes. Yeah. All right, so now uh, let's do a little Florida file story here, and this is uh, surrounding something that I think most of us do these days, okay. and that's nude pics. I think sending nude pics back and forth is 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 a pretty common thing. Now I'm going to ask you, as you've been dating your woman now for God, got be close to three years getting on it yeah it's getting on three jesus uh are you guys still the we're gonna flirt this way by sending these racy messages back and forth not nearly as much as we used to be makes sense uh, you know when you when you first open up the relationship it's just like oh it's so exciting and at this point i mean i'm not trying to be like well you know we've seen each other naked enough um but at this point i think the only time it really happens is in like a uh, special circumstances where it's like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm in particularly horny today, or it's like, hey, it's 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 you know her birthday or something. Then it might happen, but it's not just like on a random Tuesday. If you guys were apart for a week, like if she had to yeah. go to like Oklahoma to train for work or something, but it, you guys are probably going to engage in that for sure. In that time, we okay. would. Yeah. All right. 
I uh, obviously I have more than my fair share of pictures on my phone. Sent right? and received, I'm sure. I don't send. I'm not a D pick person. It's happened for sure. It has happened. Um, it was primarily to one person. Um, it didn't happen until really late. Like I had broke that seal, and then, uh, but then uh, since then, I've kind of put it back. I've put the pace back in the tube. I'm not. I'm not wild about sending out the D pick. I think about revenge, and I think about the fact that I am a frustrating person. Like I can make you. I can take a woman from zero to I hate you faster than any man alive. I will break land speed records at that. And so, like I understand that, and I don't want. I don't want ammunition in the in the weapon. And let's be real, a little notoriety as well. You know, if if you were just damn John, right, hear that, ma? Hear that? People like me. If you were just John Q. Public, it's a little bit. I don't know. Different when when you're not in the public eye as much. And so, like I think about it, and so I'm a little selfish about. The pick exchanging like I obviously want pictures sent to me, but right. I don't necessarily want to do that. Now, the good thing is, is that a lot of women don't find the D pick all the, all that pleasing anyway. Uh, and they just kind of want to turn you on. Women kind of have some women have that ego that's driven behind their sexuality. Um, Yes, I will agree with you. And you're, you're going to get a return of at least, I would say, three to five per one pick you send out. But often I feel like a problem that you run into is chicks will be like, well, now you have to send one. And it's like, well, guys only have really one picture to send. And then I always go, well, I got to go back to work. I got to go back to the <laughs> I, got th- I got things to do. Because outside of the D pick, not too much is attractive. Like maybe a shirtless pick, maybe. That's not attractive. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there are men whether that's attractive, <laughs> but it's not mine. So I, I just feel like, you you know, the D pick is the guy's only card to play where women obviously have that's a just million it. sexy shots. All we have is the ace. Right. That's it. Right. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a Calipari basketball player. We got one and done is, is, our, is our picture sending. Now, a 32-year-old Florida woman has been jailed all surrounding naked pictures. And guys, you got to think about this. Women, you got to think about this too. Everybody's got to think about this. But a woman's been jailed uh, and charged uh, after she allegedly distributed naked photos of her ex-husband to the man's uh, employer and his parents. Now she's been, it's a stalking charge that they're giving her. Uh, She was arrested on the misdemeanor charge at the Palm Harbor home, uh, she shared with her ex-husband, obviously. The couple's marriage was dissolved a few months ago, and she mailed a CD of nude images to her ex-husband's parents and hand-delivered packages of CDs to her former husband's workplace. They were labeled, requires immediate attention, so people would look at it. And uh, the investigators obviously looked through the photos from her ex-husband's flash drive. That's where she got them. And uh, she burned the images to discs and then distributed the CDs. Jeez, like, lady, do you not know how to send files anymore? Um, but I think by doing it this way, it almost made it more likely that she would look. Because if 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 your ex-wife is sending something to your parents, your parents are probably not. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this was kind of a good way to do it by physically handing them something and 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 making it seem, hey, this is urgent. Okay. Yeah. You got to be careful, dude. There hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Like you piss a woman off, and if she's got this kind of ammo, it's going to happen. Now, women, there are there are little boys parading themselves as men, 
And if you upset a boy who is of a man's age, but still a boy mentally, he's going to do this to you. You do have to think about who you send this stuff to. Oh, I, I, you know, I don't even know if it's necessarily a guy has to be scorned. I think there's plenty of dudes out there who are just willing to share their sexual conquests with dumb, other guys. Stupid. Dumb. What are you doing? If a woman's been nice enough to send you dirty photos of her, respect that enough to keep them to yourself. Don't you want more of those? If she finds out you're showing your friends, unless she's like, I don't care, which... At that point, I'm not sure if I would want to be with that woman. That's on you. That's a decision for you to make. But at that point, like, dude, be respectful of the fact that she's going to send them to you and keep them to yourself. I've never understood that. I'm not, I'm not one of those. Like, I don't want to be like, yo, dude, look at what I made this girl do. Like, I don't care about that. It's for me. Like, I want to be happy. I don't care if my, my loser friends are happy. Well, and how happy are your loser friends going to be like looking at a, a pic of a chick's boobs on a phone? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you really getting out of that? Like, like I guess you guys are thinking that you were like, damn, the chick's so hot. I can't believe you're, you're banging her. Like when I go to the Agora, I'm not there a lot. But like, you know, when I, I so it's like every few weeks I'll work a show or whatever. And so when I go there, like, the, you know, some of the guys I work with will be like, yo, man, you dating anybody, blah, blah, blah. And if I show them a picture of somebody I'm kind of like casually dating, it would never be one of the naked photos. It would always just be like, hey, yeah, this is her. Isn't she kind of cute? Yeah, she's cool. I don't know, she's starting to annoy me, probably going to end this in a couple of days, or whatever. But I would never just show them a nude photo of that. And I don't know where the legality of all this lies. Because be I'm, careful. I don't know if this guy sent those pictures or where she well, got... Well, she took them off his flash drive. Well, then you're certainly getting yeah. into illegal territory Well, stalking there. is what they're yeah. charging her with. I uh, Dude, imagine... Now, see... Would your parents be upset, like if a woman sent like a like a like a CD full of <laughs> deep pics? Certainly not going to be happy about it. I mean, there's no way your parents are going to be like, oh, it's no big deal. I mean, yeah, they'd be upset. I I, I mean, it's not going to be upset like. Oh my God, I can't believe you've done this, but there's going to be a level of like, oh, like, I, I can't believe this happened. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're mature enough to know that I'm a sexual person, but, sure. you know. Have you ever made a mistake like this? Like, has your mom ever received text messages or pictures or anything that she wasn't supposed to? I'm pretty good about checking up on who, who that message is. To. I made a mistake Ooh. once. I did like dirty. Like texted my mom. I all right. Once upon a time, I had my mom listed in my phone under her real name, which is Sue. Okay. Okay. I didn't have her as like mom. I had her as Sue Stansbury in my phone. Okay. That was dumb because once upon a time, I was kind of involved with a woman who had the same first name as my mother, which honestly kind of weirded me out. Yeah, it It kind of weirded me out. I wasn't crazy about it. She's hot. She was really cool. We had a lot in common. I love spending time with her. Could never really get over the fact that it was my mom's name. Any any close family member you have, whether it's your sister, your mom, your you know anything like that, any any chick you hook up with, and they have that same name, it is it's weird, dude. Like like my brother has a daughter. Like if I met a woman and she had that same name, I'd be like, I'm out. Even like porn stars with the same nope, name, can't do it. Again, I, I've had to I've had to skip that exactly. But like so, I went to go text the woman whose name is the same as my mother's, and I texted my mother by accident, and the response I got back was like an emotional kick to the nards. Like she just, you know how like your parents won't yell at you; they're disappointed at you, and that's worse. Like she sent me like a two-page long text message about like the the ramifications of my decisions and the kind of women that I'm with, and no wonder I'm lonely and all this. I mean, do she do my mom hit below the belt? I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, on a personal level, like these pictures can not destroy your life, but definitely throw some turmoil into it. Yes. But in the big picture of like. 
at this point, most people under the age of 40 have sent out some sort of yes. a pick. So there's going to be a little bit of understanding in the world. You're not going to be necessarily like a leper because you've sent out deep picks. You know, everybody's been talking about how this election that we just had has like pushed the bar downfield about right. what, what we're willing to accept. Right. You, dude, the deep pick president's coming. Uh, dude, the, right? the, the deep pick can mayor is coming. I'm telling you right now, that's one of my platforms. <laughs> that's going to be one of my smear campaigns. Is somebody like, no, look at all these deep picks he sent out. Do you think that deep pick's bad? You got to turn <laughs> that thing sideways to fit it all in. That's how, dude, that's a good deep pick picture. Uh, that's I, I worry about that stuff, guys. You got to be careful. Don't just send out unsolicited. Because, dude, some of my buddies will be like, "Yeah, I just send them out." And I'm like, "Do you realize those girls are sending that to their friends and like laughing at you? And they're telling everybody who that is. Why would you want that? Makes, dude, I, I don't know. I'm paranoid of that kind of stuff, man. I don't. I just don't. I just don't do that. All right, the Browns are an embarrassment. We all know that, but they keep doing more things Again? to. To drag their own name through the mud. I can't believe what I read about the Browns, and I'll give it to you next on the Sandsbury Show. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. If you're an Always Sunny and uh, Philly fan, you should check that out. We have the trailer for the new season up for you. And also some trick shots with uh, Ohio State and the Harlem Globetrotters. I haven't even watched that yet, but... I bet that's pretty interesting. Yeah, they were in Columbus, uh, I think, last week, and they uh, used the Ohio State University as a backdrop uh, for a lot of their trick shots. Smart. like that. Smart. That's how you make things go viral in certain places, you know what I mean? And, uh, dude, you know, me, an Ohio State hater, I I, I proudly proclaim that. Uh, Dude, what a game this weekend. Number two versus number three? Like... I'm worried about it. I'm, I understand. I mean, Ohio, the, the, the Buckeye Nation has to be. The line opened at seven. You know what? Let me look and see if uh, if there's been any movement. It opened at seven. Buckeyes being favored. But, dude, Michigan's tough. And I, I've said this a thousand times. I believe college football is better served when Ohio State and Michigan are both good. Um, I just I've, I just feel that way about it. Uh, but I am worried about the game. There's no doubt. Let me see here. Ohio State minus six and a half I have now. Over under 45 and a half. Dude, giving Michigan six and a half? I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. You know, there was a big debate about whether or not what's better to play that because that game's at noon, Mm -hmm. right? What's better to have the Ohio State-Michigan game noon or like an eight o'clock start? Now, there were people who are traditionalists who were telling me, no, 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 you keep it at noon. That's the way it's always been. You don't mess with tradition. But my point was, unless it's on a weeknight where I have to go to bed, if it's on like a Saturday night, I kind of like the 8 p.m. start because it is prime time and you are kind of telling the nation, this is Ohio State, Michigan. There's no bigger game than this. Um, I feel like you can make that same message at noon. You think so? I think so, but I get what you're saying where it's like, well, prime time is prime time. It's like putting somebody in the uh in, in the in the headliner position. You right. can say it's a show full of headliners, but it's not the person who plays last. Somebody closes the show. Right, right, right. So yeah, I get what you're saying. 
but Saturday at noon, I feel like that's such a good time for the nation almost, where it's like, dude, you don't have anything going on Saturday at noon. Saturday sure. night, you might Saturday you might you know have plans. Or run your into wife a ton to of plans, something. right? So I understand that. Yes, this is a, you know for me a guy like me who refuses to make plans ever about anything. You know what I mean? But I, so I I wouldn't mind if they if they moved it to prime time, I it wouldn't bother me at all. But it seems like Ohio a lot of Ohio State fans aren't crazy about that idea. But yeah, that game is noon on Saturday. I got to tell you, I'm a little worried about it. I want them to win. I want them to win, and uh, I, I, you know, I feel like the Buckeyes are having a pretty good year, um, especially when I, what they put like eleven, twelve guys in the draft last year, five in the first round or something like that. I mean, I mean, dude, our our team got raided, and so for them to be right there this year, pretty good. So it honestly speaks very uh, loudly about the coach and uh, the recruiter that Urban Meyer is. Well, they'll have the opportunity to pr- you know to prove themselves and I mean in the biggest game of the of the year on the biggest stage possible this is uh this is where you you know you you really make your case for being a champion. Speaking of the other football team in Ohio, the Cleveland Browns, you won't believe this. So as bad as it's been, they held a career fair. At for, the for Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler, you're going to need another job. <laughs> and they hosted a career fair. This was last weekend. And keeping with the Browns' reputation, Deadspin says here, it did not actually offer that many jobs. It was billed as an opportunity for those looking to make a career in the sports industry to connect with potential employers from around the Cleveland area. An event bright invitation described the event. Here's how the event was described, okay? A unique opportunity to get to meet employers from the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and other organizations in the sports industry looking to fill various entry-level jobs and internship positions. Now, having been paid to go to career fairs and the like and kind of help try to pull people into those kinds of things... I read this as a unique opportunity to get to meet employers from the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and looking to fill various entry-level jobs and internship positions. To me, that sounds like come to this career fair and you'll probably get a job in craft services, putting hot dogs in buns, and passing them to a Browns fan. That's what that sounds like to me. That job description doesn't sound like, hey, we're looking for player personnel. Um, I think you have to be realistic with what you're looking for, but this isn't a concessions fair. It's being presented as working in sports. Working at the arena is different than working in sports. I would agree, but that if I'm telling you as 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 a grown up, when I read that, I was like, that's what that really means. It's all just hyperbole to get me in there. Now, here's where the real issue came. It was organized by Brown's employees. And the attendees were given two options to get into the career fair. $65 to get in, plus a 500-level ticket to Sunday Steelers-Browns game, or $105 plus a 100-level ticket. So they were selling tickets to the game through a career fair, charging people $105, and there was like nothing there. This was all about selling tickets to the game. People who went said that the event did not seem at all aligned with what was advertised. And they all expressed a universal disappointment and frustration with the events. Of course. Because they got fleeced. 
why would a team... Now, I understand holding a career fair at, at the Bronx facility. I totally get that. Oh, there's so many people who want to work in sports. It's, dude, it's, it's astronomical. The guys who out there right now are like, no, dude, I want to be an agent. No, I want to be this. I want to be that. And there's people out there who want to do that. So I understand why you would have the, the, the fair. But you're... Yeah, absolutely. I totally get it. But your whole reputation of the Cleveland Browns is the fact that you rip your audience off by not putting a good quality product out on the field and yet people come through the building. Why would you not, in the midst of being Owen, I think it was 9 or 10 at this point when this was being scheduled, why would it not at that point would you go out of your way to look like you were doing something to better the community and not charge people money for it? That makes no sense. You had an opportunity to garner some goodwill here and you blew it like the Cleveland Browns always blow it. I've never heard of having to pay to get into a job fair before. That's so counterproductive to like, hey, you're poor and you're hey, looking you for a work. job. Yeah, hey, you're out of work? Give us some money. Um, so I've never, I've never really heard of that before. Now, you were but, getting a ticket to the game, too, but did those people really want to go to that game or did they just want to try to get a job? Exactly. I mean, you're kind of you know, not backing those people into going to that game, but and you have to think, how much was that ticket worth? I mean, if you paid sixty-five dollars for a five hundred dollar or for a five hundred level seat, you know, those tickets, dude, they're talking about tickets going for six bucks right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how much was that ticket going for on, on retail? Not sixty-five. Hell no! Nobody's paying sixty-five dollars to go to a Browns game if you do your stupid. Just you had a good opportunity to try to get some goodwill going, and yeah. of course, you Cleveland Browns did. And, and ended up backfiring completely. And how did you not have the resources as a billion-dollar team? How did you not have the resources to be like, okay, well, we'll have the athletic trainers over here, and hey, you know what? We have people at the Cavs. Cavs, come over here and hire people. Can't charge. Right. Make the drive up here. Akron Rubber Ducks, come on up here, guys. How did you? Not, how were you not able to put that okay. together? I like that too. Let's go up a level. Let's say, fine, we're we're going to charge people to come in. We're going to fleece them. At least do a good job of fleecing right, people. Right. At least do a good job of ripping somebody off. Right, nobody gets hired, but at least all those people can say, "Well, I handed my I handed it off, my resume off to the Indians. I handed my resume off to the Charge. I handed my resume off to the Lake Erie Monsters." I mean, you have connections on on all those levels. How, how'd you not make that happen? It's crazy. We'll pass out some Canton Charge tickets around seven forty-five this morning, Fantone. It turns out Black Friday's not when you want to do your holiday shopping. Okay, there's whole new days for this now. We'll tell you the best time to do your holiday shopping next on the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Get you hooked up with Canton Charge tickets around 745 this morning. Hashtag charge up, baby. Pretty exciting times. No doubt. We have a four-pack of tickets for Friday's and Saturday's game. You'll get both. Tickets start just 8 bucks if you want to buy them. You can get them at the Civic Center box office or at cantoncharge.com. But we have a four-pack for both games this weekend. Friday night, Dollar Dog Night nice. at the Civic Center. You're getting a hot dog for a buck. Nice. And then Saturday night when we send you, it's player autographs after the game. So that's kind of cool. Meet some charge players. And you just got to think, dude. You've been spending all that time with your in-laws. You're like, dude, I got to get out of the house. I got to take the kids with me, though. I don't want to leave them around grandma. The kids are sick of grandma, too. Take them to the Canton Charge game. Damn right. It's going to be a good time. Dollar hot dogs, man. You're sick of turkey. You're sick of stuffing. You know, dude, you dollar dog night. I might go just for the hot dogs. <laughs> like, I might just walk in, get three hot dogs to go, call it a night. Stansberry just standing there making it rain on Canton Charge concession employees. <laughs> Put your feet up. Kids going to college.
Damn right. Devin writes in and says, please, whatever you do, do not ever play that goddamn Adam Sandler song ever again. Now, see, people either love that song or hate it. But it's, it, it, and I'm not a fan. I'm not like a huge fan of it. But there's just something about where it's become ingrained into our Thanksgiving tradition. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It just it, it just feels like something you kind of have to do. You know what I mean? Like, you guys were arguing with me at the 6 o'clock hour about how great TSO is. And how we, I should embrace TSO. Well, I mean... I mean, is the Adam Sandler song that much worse than that? Um, you no, know, not at all. It's one of the things you just have to do. It's 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 a part of uh, it's a part of Thanksgiving lore at this point. We started talking about this on Monday, and we said, you know, there were there were, we saw other radio guys out there talking about how oh it's the worst thing ever. We're not going to do it, and this and that. And I kind of looked at Fantone. I was like, I think that's short sighted, man. I think anything where you can like reinforce what the holiday is and bring people into that moment. You're probably better served than not. Yeah, everybody's got Thanksgiving on the mind right now. Everyone's talking turkeys. Talking turkeys on WRQK. Couple turkeys talking turkey. That's what they're doing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Get dude. the gobbles going. Dude, you are really good at telling really bad jokes. I'll, uh... Fish head, shut the bubbles down. It's all gobbles today. Oh, we should put them in the pen instead of the aquarium today. Get in the turkey pen. Get in the turkey pen. Gobble, gobble. Oh my god, I'm laughing so hard I can't see. Oh, that's funny stuff. All right. Black Friday, a big part of this uh, this weekend. Everybody knows. Right. This is for years now, this has become the day where people just trample each other to death over whatever the hot toy is this year. Yeah, dude, you're trying to save money on small appliances. You can save $1.50 off of a crockpot if you punch a grandma in the head, and it's totally worth it. They say, though, that Black Friday is becoming uh, decreasingly important. Like, it's not as important as it once was because you're starting to see other days like Super Saturday, and uh, which I don't know if that's um, the same thing as Small Business Saturday. Uh, yeah, I think the Saturday after Thanksgiving, Small Business Saturday. Yeah, so that's I would, what I thought. I would assume that this is... Super Saturday is the same thing? Super Saturday is Walmart trying to encroach on that territory. And apparently another big shopping day that's risen with popularity over the last few years, and this shouldn't surprise anybody because I think guys, men are the one that forced this kind of day because of the last minute. December 23rd is becoming a really big day for retailers to put a lot of things on sale like a Black Friday type sale because they know people like you and I are going to last minute shop. For sure we are, right? And so like stores are starting to do that more and more. Now, one of the things people try to avoid is like the lines and the crowds and the parking and all this stuff with the shopping and all that stuff. And Foursquare now has uh they predict a three and a half percent drop in foot traffic from last year's Black Friday. Now they say that's the stabling off of previous high years and it's not necessarily a drop off. It's more just we're evening out. But they say the they say that they can figure out the slowest day between now and Christmas to get your holiday shopping done and still be able to take part in a bunch of sales, save yourself a bunch of money, but you're not going to deal with as much traffic in the stores. Okay. And that is Tuesday, 
November the 29th, will in fact be, they say they can claim, will be the slowest shopping day of this season. And he says, uh, overall, the, like the guy who did this study says that Mondays between Thanksgiving and Christmas are the overall best days to go if you want to avoid crowds solely. Not necessarily looking for the best deals, but if you want to get in and out, don't want to be dealing with the madness Mondays between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But Tuesday, November the 29th, Fantone, the uh, the best day to do your holiday shopping. They I would have to assume that a lot of the Black Friday deals will still be around. I mentioned small appliances, and they're going to have enough toasters for you. The thing is, is if you want the door busters, if you want to save like, you know, $120 off that new TV, maybe you're going to have to elbow grandma in the face. I don't know. Break her nose, dude. Do what you have to do. I, Get her uh, on the ground and pound. <laughs> I, I believe... In small business Saturday, I like shopping small business, and Canton, Ohio, a great place to do that. There's a bunch of really good small business in downtown. Um, So I'll probably take part of that a little bit. uh, But I don't have a real long shopping list. I still haven't made up my mind yet. My sister-in-law hit me up the other day and said, hey, are you coming home for the holidays? And uh, which sounds strange because I am from Ohio, but for some reason my family's lived in Vegas so long that that feels like home. Um so, you know, I got at what I was just going to say home is where the heart is, Stansbury. Is that home, right? Home is where Sue is. That's, that's how it goes. <laughs> home is where my dog is and my dog's in Vegas. So I'll, uh, I, um, I'm thinking about going to Las Vegas for, for the holiday. Now, if I do that, obviously I'm not going to start my Christmas shopping until I get there because there's no reason to try to like buy things, ship it or try to get it on the plane and put it in there and all that. But I haven't made up my mind yet about whether or not I'm going. Are you going to start like is your girlfriend like taking you Christmas shopping? Like are you guys going to start doing this? When when it comes to like Black Friday and stuff, I don't think I've ever like went and bought presents on Black Friday. Buy usually, stuff for you. usually that's <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's usually like, dude, this is such a good deal. We can upgrade, you know, this or we can do that. And what we did is we we were looking at Black Friday deals yesterday online and my girlfriend's like, hey, we need a new TV in the bedroom. Ours is too small there and blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, there's one for 80 here. We can get it on, on Thanksgiving Day. We just have to go to Target. And I'm like, okay, check eBay. See what they have it as. And they had it for 85 And I'm like, well, if it's an extra $5 for me not to have to go fight people, sold. Totally worth it. So, Five I, was just bucks. Like, so I was just like, yeah, dude, just buy that right now. Here's my card. You know what I mean? So I assume Friday or Thursday or either Thursday afterwards or, or Friday at some point, we'll go out. But I'm not going out to like go fight somebody for Something. Nothing. It's, 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 I like your system of buying things for you when when they're really cheap like that, and and this night I totally get it. But my problem is nothing I really want and or need right now is going to be on sale. Like Apple isn't going to, they're not going to run incredible deals on their laptops or their iPads, which is what I want. You know, I, I want a MacBook Pro. They're not going to want a really good Black Friday deal because they don't have to because it's Apple and you're going to pay them the money. So like that's not going to be on sale. Yeah, but like I, I'm talking about like. Oh, hey, we need new towels, and those are only $1.50. It's Black oh. Friday and stuff like that. It's not even like so much like, hey, this is what I need. It's just like, oh, this is such a good deal on this. We'd spend double this any other any other time of the year. Wow. And that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to go get cookware instead of, instead of like, I'm not looking for, like I said, Christmas presents. For oh, anything. wow. I never even think about it all the way down like that, like towels and things like that. I would never even think about that for Black Friday. It would solely be about, well, I want to play with stuff. Like, I want new stuff. I want stuff. Dude, if it doesn't plug in, I don't want it. Like, 
That's you know that's exactly how I would view that holiday. I mean they have they have sales on like sheets and tires and things like that where it's like okay that's what I'm going to go look for. I'm not necessarily going to you know go look for a new Xbox or whatever. Well, Tuesday, November the 29th is when you should be doing all that to avoid the crowds and still take part in some huge reduced prices. They say we do have Canton Charge tickets. We're going to give you those. Also, there is a double standard in life that Fantone absolutely hates it makes them 100 percent crazy and we have a perfect example of it and we're going to lay it out for you next on the stansbury show on rock 106.9 welcome back to the stansbury show on rock 106.9 online at wrqk.com i want to uh, clear this up as we were talking about the holiday shopping before the break ashton tweets in and says super saturday is the saturday before christmas that's the panic day small business saturday is the saturday after thanksgiving they are in fact separate days so ashton thank you very much for clearing that up for us why does it have to be the same letters why is it always oh it's a two for tuesday it's a super saturday easy to remember word association sinks in Sorry for the very logical answer to your question. America. Just like, yeah, dude, it's they both start with the same letter. I like that. That's good. Throwback Thursday. We have charged tickets for you. We'll pass those out here uh, just a few minutes. You're getting a four-pack of tickets for both Friday and Saturday night. Uh, Friday night's Dollar Dog Night at the Civic Center. Saturday night, you're getting player autographs after the game. If you need tickets, you can get them at the uh, Civic Center box office or at cantoncharge.com. Or like I said, just a few minutes, we'll pass out a four-pack for each game. They got that kid zone for free. All you got to oh, yeah. do is bring your kids, dude. It's going to be a good time. I'm telling oh. you right now. My man Pazzi will take a selfie with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Things are good. Hashtag charge up. I need to let some things go, apparently. Okay. I got to, uh, I got, I've, dude, I've been holding on to stuff, I, apparently, a really long time, and I got to let some stuff go. I got to get, I, I just got to let it go and move forward. All right. Well, and uh, uh, one of them is something that we've spent a lot of time on already this morning. But Facebook now does this thing where it shows you, like, your memories. Yeah. And so, like, you can see, like, things that you posted on this day from previous years. Hey, remember when? <laughs> remember when? I remember. Uh, so. One of them was from four years ago today, November the 23rd, 2012. My post was simply this. It's that time of year again. FTSO. Like, dude, I got to let it go. I've been, I mean, dude, it's been year, I mean, dude, half a decade I've been on this. Longer. Because honestly, this hatred goes back to the afternoon show days of like 2007 is when I started this hatred. You know, there's a lot of anger in the world. There's no doubt about it. And some, it sometimes it's justified. Sometimes you can't let something go. You know, maybe somebody broke your heart and, you know. It, Hashtag it, not my Christmas band. It affected That's- you forever. Or, you know, yeah, maybe something, you know, maybe, maybe maybe something along the political realm and you just can't get over it. But when you can't get over the rock and roll Christmas band, dude, you might have an issue, Stansberry. You might have a might, couple of issues. Might have an issue. I'm so angry about the Wizards in winter. Okay, as you're making fun of me being angry, we're about to get into you being angry. Here we go. All right? Here we go. There's a double standard in life that Fantone hates. And for some, everybody's got a thing that like annoys them. This annoys you a great deal. Yeah. When a story will hit the news of like a hot female student 
banging like a high school junior, like football player, every guy in the world goes, where were those teachers when I was in school? <laughs> and like, oh man, I, I, I would have stayed late and I would have taken detention every day. And it's like every standard, you didn't get laid enough in high school joke is made when like a high, when a, like a hot high school teacher takes advantage of a kid. Yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, what do I want to say? It's a pretty common punchline whenever you see the story, everyone's, oh, oh dude, just hey, too bad it wasn't me. Now, you always bring up, change the story around, make it a high school, uh, you know, male teacher and have it be a young woman and people freak out and rightfully so. Right. And you never hear women say, man, where was that football coach when I was in ninth grade? I wish that he would have banged me out that way. You don't hear women go on Facebook and say that. You don't hear women take to Twitter and say that. And that's the way it should be. I mean, nobody should look at an adult having sex with a minor and be like, boy, I wish I was in that situation. You shouldn't do that. So I have a story that backs your side of this up. Out of Fairfield, Ohio, a Butler County teacher and football coach accused of having a sexual relationship with a student. Tyler Michael Conrad was 26 years old, indicted by a grand jury on charges of sexual battery, sexual imposition, and contributing to the the delinquency of a minor. Officials said the crimes involved a 16-year-old female student and occurred over the last several months. Conrad is listed as an assistant football coach for the Fairfield High School Indians. Better look into that logo, too. Uh, Says here, I'm shocked because you know me being on the same field with this guy. I would have never thought of it because he's really not that type of person. That was a a student, I'm assuming, a uh, a football player of his. Come on. I guess a kid doesn't necessarily know that. But as an adult, you have to know that there's, dude, you can't ever say, oh, he didn't seem like that kind of guy. Oh, I don't know. You don't think people can hide the fact that they're that kind of guy? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Guys can totally hide that guy. Oh, okay, okay. I I misunderstood what you were saying. I was like, I thought you were trying to make it sound like it's easy to find a guy who bangs 16-year-olds. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. But there you go. And you're you're right about this. And as much as because I'll be honest with you, I am kind of one of those guys that that looks at like hot high school female teachers and is like, man, I would have given anything for that in tenth grade. I would have given anything for that in eleventh grade. Of course you would have. There's not. I'm not. I'm not questioning whether you, as a 16, 17, 15, 14 year old, wanted to have sex with that teacher. I'm, that's not the question. At would all. I want it for for my 15, 16 year old son though? Right. What would what would those ramifications have been? Like, I understand that. Like, oh well, teenagers are curious about sex and they want to have sex. Yes, and amongst their own peer group. I mean, of course they're going to. But you, as an adult, and in a position of authority for you to have sex with a minor and people to make jokes about that. People to be like, oh, dude, I wish it was me. You're kidding me, dude. I mean, that dude, it just, it's disgusting. It makes me a bad person, I'm, I'm afraid, that let's say I had twins. Let's say I had 17-year-old twins, ma- right. male-female twins. Right. I think, and now again, I'm guessing here because I'm not married, I don't have kids, I don't know. Maybe it would change when they're your kids and when you'd stop making it a hypothetical and it's real. Maybe it would change. But sitting here right here, I think if my twins came home from high school and I found out my son had sex with a high school teacher, I worry about the, the long-lasting effects of that less than I do of my daughter. Now, is that because we live in a male-dominated society and I'm kind of been conditioned to believe that men are prepared for sex before women are? 
every other aspect of life. All we talk about, oh, girls, they develop faster than boys. Right. They're smarter. But better, you, you know. No, you're right. Like I said, this is this is a very hypocritical thing for me here. Not that I would. I, now, I I want people to walk away from the radio understanding what I'm saying. I don't want to put. I, I I wouldn't like high five my high school son for like having sex with his accounting teacher. But I wouldn't look at him as much of a victim as I would my daughter. But I think that that's because of the, I think, yeah, I think I've been trained to feel that way. And then here's the real curveball of this entire conversation. You take your 17-year-old son and let him have sex with a 26-year-old football coach. Let there be some gay sex involved. And all of a sudden, your son is totally the victim. Your son is totally the victim. Oh, this guy, he, he dude, he's a pervert. He's trying to bang my son. Yeah, but let me tell you why that's not a problem. Because Mike Pence is going to conversion therapy ah, it away from him. Nice. I'll just send him to Pence camp nice. and like he'll pray the gay out of my kid. Nice. That's what we need to do. You've been right about this from the beginning. And I, dude, I know when I first brought this up, you hated me for it. I did. Like that, that it was probably the third week of the show, and I'm I like, did. No, you can't do that. Stanford hated me. For I that. did. I hated this argument because I was always one of those. Now again. I do have to make room for the fact that I was ushered into sexuality at a younger age than anybody should be. And so that sometimes can skew the line of, yeah, but I was probably more ready for this kind of activity in my high school years than you should be. And maybe that's why I feel that way. I know once my wife comes out of like the delivery room and she's holding my kid, I know like everybody else on the planet, I'm going to be like, dude, if you come anywhere near that kid, I'm going to chop your head off. Better not bang it. Like, I know that will happen. Hypothetically here, it's real easy when you're talking about these high school kids that aren't yours and that you haven't raised for the last 16 years of their lives and had to make sure they stay alive every day of the year for the last 16 years. Real easy to be like, yeah, well, you could bang the boy, but leave the girl alone. Pretty easy for me to say that, but... I think it's easy for everybody to say and really agree upon adults should not be having sex with minors. If we all just obey that rule, we're going to be good. We're going to be good, America. Quit having sex with people under the age of 18. Like the rule. Like the rule. All right, we got a four-pack of tickets for both Friday and Saturday night Canton Charge games. Again, if you need tickets, they can be got at the Civic Center box office or at CantonCharge.com or by calling 1-800-243-7625 right now. Caller 15. Send you to not one but two basketball games this weekend. And Fantone, I have the information on how you can shove as much food as humanly possible into that fat pie hole of yours and i'll fill you in next on the stansbury show 106.9 welcome back to the stansbury show on rock 106.9 we're online at wrqk.com everybody knows it's the wednesday before thanksgiving it is the biggest drinking night of the year the best place to be for the biggest party night of the year night before thanksgiving is the diamond royale club and the diamond lodge by just stepping through the door you're automatically getting hooked up with a with a shot to win third row from the floor Cavs tickets. Nice. So stop in and party with the Diamond Rail Club, Diamond Lodge, and the most beautiful women in the area. Win yourself third row Cavs tickets. No, uh, no turkeys on the Diamond Dream Team. You might see a breast or two, though. You might. Well done. Do what I can. Well done. We also pass out VIP parties to the Diamond Rail Club, and it's simple. Just text the word Diamond with your first and last name. To 57739. We'll hook you up with a VIP party good for up to 20 people out there. Also, keep this in mind every Monday at the Diamond Royale and Diamond Lodge. It's 15 cent wings, Cavs ticket giveaways, and of course, the most beautiful women in the area. Yeah, dude, you don't want to spend any more time with your family. No, you, you don't. don't. You don't. Text the word Diamond 
with your first and last name to 57739. That's how you get hooked up. All right, tomorrow, the big eating holiday. That's, uh, you know, everybody trying to push it to the limit. Go Rick Ross style on the on the dinner table. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's Thanksgiving. How can you not have the gobbles? Got to get the gobbles going if you're going to talk turkey, idiots. You need the gobbling. So every year you have, there's always the one family member that tries to push it to the max, right? Yeah, and his name stands. <laughs> yeah, I try to push it to the max. I would definitely be, although my brother's a big eater too. My brother could put away a serious amount of food. And uh, we've been kicked out of multiple all-you-can-eat restaurants while going together. That's happened more than, more than one time. So we can both kind of do this, but everybody tries to, like, you know, you carb up. Everybody, you know, you try to push yourself to the limit. Well, science has figured out the best way to put the most amount of food into your pie hole tomorrow. And that's the way you're supposed to play Thanksgiving, dude. Nothing worse than people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm watching what I eat right now. I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a diet right now. And it's like, shut up, dude. It's Thanksgiving. Take a break from it. Just start shoving mashed potatoes down your throat. Now, I have been on a little bit of a, of a watching what I eat over the last few weeks. I have lost some weight. I'm less bloated right now. I don't feel as fat as I normally do. Um, so it's been working. I have a system that when I feel like, okay, my body's gone too far, Implement this system. You lose 25 pounds really fast. It works for me. It may not work for you, whatever, but it works for me. But like you said, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and I'm throwing it all up in the air because otherwise it's, you're just going to crash your diet down to the ground because you're going to be like, I can't believe I didn't have stuffing. I can't believe I didn't have mashed potatoes. And you're going to think about it too much, and then, yeah, you, you're going to fold. Just, just take the day and eat. Just take the day and eat. You're not going to be, dude. You're not going to be a, a like a lard ass if you eat like that one day. The problem is, is that we eat like that all the time, and then you know one turns into two, tur- two turns into fifteen straight, and before you know it, your you know your kitchen floor is nothing but empty pizza boxes, hand raised here. So like I know, you know, I've been there. Now, one of the ways you can get more food into your system tomorrow, they say, is obviously you have to prepare. A lot of people go about this the wrong way. They're like, I'm not eating anything until we get to grandma's house, which is, of course, insane. If you go into it starving, you're going to go too fast. You're going to fill up too fast and you're going to eat probably less than what you wanted to. They say the best thing for you to do is to wake up and operate like you would any other day, but stop a few hours early of your eating, don't eat, you know, leave yourself a couple of hours to get ready for Thanksgiving dinner, but have breakfast, have all that stuff. And then this all depends on when you're serving Thanksgiving dinner. You know what I mean? If you're doing it at seven o'clock at night, it's probably easier than if you're doing it at noon. Right. But you should give your don't starve yourself. Give yourself food beforehand. Yeah. You got to uh, you got to stretch out the stomach a little bit there before you start shoving things in there. So I, that makes sense. Here's another tip that you that none of you will probably uh, <laughs> will take and apply tomorrow. But they say exercising earlier in the day is also a good idea. Physical exertion can stimulate the appetite and a brisk walk or run helps move food through your digestive system and empty out your stomach in preparation. And, you know, maybe a little uh, backyard football going on there. Ah, maybe that's the way to do have it. Have a little breakfast. Uh-huh. Get a little gridiron uh-huh. uh, game going on in the backyard. Maybe some neighbors there. And yeah, do a little bit of fun and then go back in and eat. Maybe, you know, you could rake the leaves for grandma. You know, you're there. You got all the kids <sighs> there. Hey, grandma, okay, you, know, you, you haven't raked the yard. I'll, we'll do that. So uh, there's a couple different ways to get some exercise. They also say to choose the food you're going to put on your plate wisely. Uh, they say an overfull feeling isn't just caused by stretch to capacity. It's your body also triggers feelings of fullness by releasing hormones and enzymes as you eat. For example, 
Fantone, the more you chew, the fooler you will feel. Mm-hmm. Now, people have always told me that this is one of the reasons why I overeat the way I do because of the pace that I eat. I eat very fast. And I probably don't chew my food enough. And so I don't get the feeling of being full and eating. Like I'm just shoving it in until you feel full. And then you've probably piled on way more food than you think. Stansberry eats like a Vin Diesel movie. It is just fast and furious. There's 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 cars drifting out of the way. Dude, it's 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 a sight to be seen. It really is. Yeah. You know what else it is? A smashing success. <laughs> That's what it is. They say certain substances, such as the fats and proteins in turkey, will make you feel full sooner than others, too. So they say once you start eating protein, uh, the enzymes and hormones uh, start to that, uh, you know, it'll satiate you there. And it says, and having fat as part of a meal triggers, uh, you know, uh, that same thing. If you're trying to not overconsume, front load with protein. If you're trying to overconsume, now this would be me. They say potatoes, stuffing, rolls require minimal effort. You can do maximal damage with those things because they layer nicely, they claim, and you can pack in more without feeling too full, which I would have always thought the other way. I would have thought mashed potatoes and stuffing would have been make you feel way too full, way too fast. I don't like the idea of them layering nicely in my stomach. Like I have a like I have a Thanksgiving lasagna going on in my stomach. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that. Here's the other thing nobody thinks about: liquids can also occupy precious stomach real estate. They say do not consume a large glass of juice or a bowl of soup right away. Fluids will help move through your stomach as you eat. So sip some water or other liquids throughout the meal. Yeah, soup's a waste on Thanksgiving. People who are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do soup or a salad. What are you wasting your time with that? For? Also, the way to get more food in here is take a break, obviously. Eat some stuff, then rest a little bit, and then, you know, get it back in there, and then, you know, get right back in plate number three and go at it. That's right. First time you do it, you don't take a break before two plates. You get two plates in, then take the break there. Even numbers is, is, is the system there. And uh, and they say recovery at this point, you're going to feel bloated. You want to curl up on the sofa, want to watch a little football. They say uh, you have to fight that and get on your feet, get walking around, and, and the movement will help you digest. You're going to end up having to go to the bathroom probably, and then you, uh, you'll be able to, you know, there'll be more room there. You'll be able to put more food in your body. And then moving on to dessert there, the sweet foods, don't make you feel full as quickly as the savory ones do. So after the meal, dig into some pumpkin pie and uh, make that like the nightcap of being able to fit the most food in your body as humanly possible. Now, getting ready to handle Thanksgiving, I have to admit that turkey is just okay. It's just okay. <laughs> I don't love it. As a matter of fact, I feel like lunch meat turkey, deli turkey, is way better than like turkey out of the oven. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. I, I, I think turkey is a little bit of a tradition where it's like, oh, we have to eat turkey. It's like, why? It sucks. It, it doesn't suck, but it's definitely not the meat of, of choice for me. I think we could have picked a better... Uh, I don't know. Why don't we just go with chicken? You know what I'm saying? You can it, make a couple chickens. It's my least... It's my least favorite of all the Thanksgiving food. Like the sides of Thanksgiving is where it's all at. That's where it's all at. Like, dude, stuffing. Dude, first of all, why is why is stuffing like a Thanksgiving thing? That needs to be a more of a weekly thing. Like, I don't understand why that's like a specialty day thing. It's delicious. That's like one of my favorite things ever. So give me that. Give me the mashed potatoes and gravy. 
Um, normally, you'll see like a side of mac and cheese. Every obviously, everybody knows how I feel about macaroni and cheese. It's like one of my favorite things ever. But I grew up. My dad's mom was like right off the boat Italian, and so like we always had red Thanksgiving and red Christmas, which is it was always stuffed shells and lasagna and pastas, and it was all very heavy in carb. wasn't a lot of meat. It was always very pasta heavy. And so, like that, I kind of miss. Like my my dad's mom's been dead forever now, but like I, but I always do miss that about Thanksgiving. Is like, dude, f- made from scratch, like the noodles made from scratch, and like the ricotta made from everything started from the, the the ground up, and it was amazing. Like that's Thanksgiving to me. Like I don't really get down with the turkey. Like how are you gonna make your plate tomorrow? Um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not anti-turkey or anything like that. I, I understand what you're saying, and honestly, if if ham's an option on the Thanksgiving table, I'm I'd probably, probably go with that. Yeah, I'm probably going to spend a little bit more time with the ham. But hey, dude, you can't go wrong with Thanksgiving. One thing I'm shocked about that they didn't include on that list of how to maximize your food. They didn't mention wearing like sweatpants, dude. You can eat so much more when you're not restricted by a belt. That's a fair point. Right? And I do that. Is your family, was your family ever like, oh, we got to get dressed up on Thanksgiving? No. No, mine wasn't either. No. Mine was like, wear whatever the hell you want to wear. Casual. Like, I don't think my parents would have wanted me in sweatpants, but like casual. Like, we didn't like wear suits and stuff like that. Like I said, my the holidays were very low key in my house. It wasn't like a big deal. Like, normally my dad took me or my brother, or maybe he went by himself a lot sometimes too, because I was an idiot teenager and couldn't be bothered. But most of the time on the holiday, my dad was out helping other people. You know what I mean? Like food, you know, uh, service or like, you know, it, it, or dealing with the homeless was like a passion project of my father's. So he was into that kind of thing around the holiday. And like we would do that much more than we would like have a big dinner over at the house. You feel like that looks like surprising information to you. No, no, no. I'm not surprised at all that your dad was out there doing good things. You were just sitting up in your bedroom listening to Molly Crew records. I'm not surprised about that at all. I'm not. Seems, right. seems like par for the course. Dude. I don't know why you're helping to make me feel like a terrible person right before the holiday. But <laughs> you, you don't should... have a family. Yeah, that's how the show started this morning. Saha, you're not married. You don't have kids. Nobody loves you. That was like the opening break of the program this morning. That I did not enjoy. We have another couple sets of four packs for the Canton Charge. You get hooked up with those at 840 this morning. I've been telling you since the election, you are going to get a much more centrist Donald Trump. He's going to come much more to the middle. And people told me I was crazy. Sure enough, we have more proof that once again, like always, I was right. We'll get into that next on the uh, Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9 online at WRQK.com. Even the uh, Harlem Globetrotters are getting ready for Ohio State-Michigan Saturday. Do a little trick shot exhibition for you outside of uh, the shoe there. In the shoe as well. Take a view of that. WRQK.com. Also, for your uh, viewing pleasure, a little look inside of Ohio State. uh, What is this? Ohio Championship Wrestling. As a couple of those guys will be joining us at 9 o'clock. As Fantone's doing some ring announcing tomorrow night for Ohio Championship Wrestling, their Thanksgiving special. It's going to be a good time, people. It is going to be a good time. This is Saturday night, I'm sorry, right? Saturday night. night. uh, It's their new arena, the Ohio Championship Wrestling Arena. They're going to be there on a regular basis. We got my man No Shame, Jimmy Shane, Juice Jennings, and Sherman Tank all coming in. 9 a.m. Your boy's pumped. Your boy isn't. Haven't mentioned his name pretty much all morning, but Donald Trump. 
Still making some headlines there. President-elect there. I said this the other day, and I maintain I feel like America's on a witch hunt, and they're out to get their man. And uh, I feel like we are going to see something happen where Donald Trump ends up not being president. I do. I don't know what the legalities are. I don't know what goes into it. I don't know. I may be speaking way out of turn here. But it just seems like this witch hunt isn't dialing down. And uh, I somehow I just see America getting the victory that they want. And, you know, upending this and we end up with somebody else. Now, wouldn't you make the argument the victory that America wanted was received on November 8th? And this is what America truly wanted. I mean, he won the election. Well, you know, some people say yes. Some people say no, because you start talking general versus popular vote. She won the popular vote by almost two million votes. And I know we've talked in the past about like, well, this is the rules that you play by in the Electoral College is what dictates the president. And that's true. Um, What number do you feel like would be? Oh my God! It can't be over five million votes, and she, he still wins. You know what I mean? Is there a number to you that 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 that, that lines too far? I haven't thought about it long enough, but I'll tell you that there probably is a number, but it's not a million and a half. Not when you're talking about the U.S. population. A million and a half doesn't do it. I'm surprised. A million and a half? I mean, that's not enough to tip the scale. I feel like that should be. Nah, not for as many people live in this country. That's. I mean, that's uh, that's it, it, it's not enough. Five million. 10 million? You're getting closer at 5. Between 5 and 10, we we could start to have a real argument. At 5, I'd be like, all right, we need to look. At 10, it's like, okay, dude, this is broken. At 10, it's like egregious. At a million and a half, I'm like, eh, given the U.S. population, it's not that crazy. For me. If it was a 1,000, I would say that, but a million and a half is a very considerable number to me. Yeah, but again... A gallon of water is a considerable amount of water, but you, but you pour it into an ocean, not so much. Well, I mean, when you've got it's, it, I mean, essentially a million and a half. If if half the people voted in America, that's about 150 million people that voted, and a million and a half is about 10 percent. So I feel like 10 percent is a significant amount of like you won more, you won by more than 10 percent, and you still didn't win. Yeah, it's. I'm not there. I'm not not to upend the way we've done it forever just because people are unhappy right now. Not to do that. But I've been telling you that when he starts to govern and he starts moving in to start handling the country, you are going to see a much more centrist version of Donald Trump than he gave you during the election. Duh. He wanted to win. So he did what he had to do, which was rile up that 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 right-hand side of things by telling you that global warming isn't real. And by telling you he's going to lock her up. He's going to lock up Hillary. We're going to drain the swamp. We're going to do all this stuff. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. He's going to come very much to the center, as we've already seen now. As Donald Trump said the other day, he has to admit that human beings have some connection to climate change slash global warming well of course we do of course we do i don't think you could look at something as fragile as the planet and say that putting seven billion people on it affected it in no way shape or form when we all drive pollution machines back and forth to work every day right obviously we're affecting the planet on some level are we making it warmer i don't know But are we affecting it negatively by inhabiting it? Yes. You show me the piece of land human beings went to made better, not worse. That don't exist. All we are as human beings are destruction machines. That's it. That's all we know how to do. So of course he's going to start to admit this. Of course. 
And now the natural question I'm going to be asked about Hillary, lock her up when I say, of course he isn't going to lock her up. The natural question for people on the other side is, well, shouldn't Trump supporters be pissed at him then? No. No. They should be upset with themselves over buying the lie that he was going to go after her in the first place. They shouldn't be upset with Trump. They need to be upset with themselves. Any logical person during all this knew he wasn't going to go after her for real. He's got to get out of the way and get things done now. You can't be stuck in the mud with the person that you beat. You got to move forward and continue to win. So if you can't if you can't hold people accountable for the things that they said running into an election, you know, as as the candidate, why do we've we even never vote? done that? Well, the, but I mean, like, why do we even why are we even why are we even doing this? If if I can't hold you accountable for what you said going into well, it, because somebody's got to run, somebody's got to lead, somebody's got to take the rain. But then why do you why do you even bother? You know what I'm saying? You you, you know November eighth, you said, hey, it's important, get out there, make sure you vote. You went out and voted. If 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 that's the way it is, and I can't even hold you accountable for the things that you were saying, I want the right to bitch, so I vote. I'll be honest with you. I don't care if people vote at all. I don't care. And neither, and honestly, mo- neither do most other people. You get out there and vote. You, it's so important, so important, so important. It's one of those things we say because we've been taught to say it. None of us really feel that way. You know how I know? Most of the people that were bitching about the election stayed home. I vote because I want the right to bitch. I feel like it's probably wrong to do this. To preach and not exercise my right. Now, some journalists don't do it because they like to stay completely in the middle. That's fine. I'm not a journalist. I'm an opinionist. I want the right to have my opinion. I kind of feel like in this situation that the argument has always been that if you don't vote, you kind of shouldn't bitch about it. I buy into some of the science of that. But if, if, if voting is fundamentally doing nothing, because no matter what, the politician is always going to just go back to, to you know, the center. He's never going to give you what he promises you. Why even, why even, you don't need to, you don't need to, to vote to bitch about that. You can bitch about that. Dude, it's America. You can bitch about that. I disagree. I feel like if, if you want to complain about this, if you want to protest, if you want to sit down, if you want to block traffic, you want to do all this, you want to be for or against somebody, you have to take part. You have to play the facade. You yes. have to be a part of, 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 the, course, of, the, dude, of the fakery. Yes, this, of, this has always been fakery. This has always been fakery. Ironically, the same people that fought to have the Electoral College put into the first place are the same people trying to get rid of it today. Crazy. It's the system. And I know towards the last two weeks of the election, I was out there saying she was going to kick his ass and we were going to be able to wrap it up by six o'clock. But if you go back two months prior to that, what was I saying? He's got a good shot to win. He's got a good shot to win. And I kept saying, well, the math is telling me he doesn't. So I'm going to go with pollsters because they historically have been kind of right on this stuff. But if you go back months before that, what was I saying? He's got a shot because he understands the country better than the country understands him. He got you all riled up because he wanted to win. Now, here's where I view Donald Trump as as a dangerous person to be in the White House. He doesn't want to govern. He wanted to win. That's dangerous. He solely cared about winning. Bernie Sanders, to me, felt like a guy who wanted to govern. Hillary wanted to win, too. Hillary wanted to win. Donald wanted to win. Both those people are dangerous. Bernie wanted to make your lives better. Now, a lot of people are screaming at the radio right now, Socialist! He was going to make me pay for college! No, he wasn't. That was never going to get through. Ever. Ever. Good luck.
But Bernie had the best. He he cared about you as a people. He wasn't going to do the same thing and say, hey, I'm going to get you free college. And then, and when then he gets not, there, do, not it. do it. Yes, of course he was. That's what they're all going to do. It's all pie in the sky ideas. It's all about building up your passion to get the job. And then when they get there, they realize they had no idea what they were talking about because they don't know the scales of the job until you're in the Oval Office because you can't know it. It's like doing this for a living. You can assume what it's like because you listen every day. But until you do it, you have no clue. And the president's the same exact thing. Because you see him on TV every day and you hear everything he says and you get to have an opinion on it every day, you think you know what it's like to do that job, including people who are running for it. And, of course, they don't. It's one of those jobs you need to do it to have the experience before you have any idea what it's really like. So, of course, they're all out there telling you you're going to do this stuff. I've said this a thousand times while having this very same conversation. Barack Obama gave you about a quarter of what he told you he was going to give you. As far as Barack Obama campaign promises, delivered on 75%. Is that right? That's historically right. I mean, it's uh, on politifact.com, the Obama meter. It's got, you know, promises kept, compromises, and promises, you know, broken. Okay, that's better than most. I read an article two days ago that spits in the face of that, but I trust PolitiFact more than I trust the, sp- the site I read from the other day. So if that's true, I'll walk some of that back. And I've said now for a while, now some of you 10 years from now are going to have to admit that Barack Obama was a decent president. Remember what I was saying two days before the election? That 75% of you, your life right now financially is better off than it was eight years ago before he took office. And some of you just don't want to admit that because you hate him. I've been on that too. I play both sides of this. I don't file. I don't get funneled into a party. You try to stick me in a box, you're trying to effing hustle me and I know it. That's why you'll never put me in one of these political boxes. You, because honestly, at that point, you're a pawn being moved around the board, dumbass. That's why you'll never stick me in one of those boxes ever. Never will happen. I'm out here thinking for myself. I'm not going to just fall in line because this party says so. Never will happen. Ever. But he's going to be a much more centered ver- centrist version. than what. So everything you're afraid of, I don't think you need to be afraid of. Now, I will tell you, some of the cabinet positions do are a little... I mean, dude, if you wanted to quiet some of the st- stuff down, Steve Bannon and Jeff Sessions weren't the way to quiet your haters down. That wasn't the way to quiet those haters down. And I worry about those guys. I do. There's stuff to be concerned about there. Is it going to be the end of the world? No. Is America going to eat itself because of them? No. You'll probably be okay in the long run. But of course Donald Trump knows that businesses are, are partially responsible for climate change. He just was out there saying no because he runs businesses all over the world. He's an idiot, doesn't believe in climate change. Yes, he does. He just can't admit it because he doesn't want to change his business practices. Come on now. Lock her up. You really think he's going to spend the first part of his first term as president going after the woman he he just beat? No, you're going to move forward and continue to win. Not going to stay stuck in the mud with the, with the old things. And if you voted for Trump and you feel hustled by that, then I, honestly, I feel, I feel for you. Because you should have known better than that. You should have known better than that. Some things are just crazy and not going to happen. Locking Hillary Clinton up is crazy and it's just not going to happen. Whether she deserves it or not, I don't know. That's for other people to decide. They've decided no. I don't know if she definitely deserves jail or not. I just know Donald's not going to put her in. You're so afraid of this dude. 
And meanwhile, dude, he's coming home to the middle where y'all wanted him to be to begin with. You don't realize he was just out there on the campaign trail just getting the votes to win. And again, he's so dumb. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. Built the system to beat your lady. Built the system to take her down. Knew how to win the general, which everybody said he couldn't. He was smart enough to win the general. So maybe he's not so dumb. Remember, like I said about Hamilton? He's throwing you off the Trump University trail. You're all worried about, oh my God, he's going to trample over the First Amendment. No, he's not. He's changing the narrative, you know, because he's so dumb that he has you bitching at him about all the wrong things because of how dumb he is. Got it. Got it. You'll get hooked up with charge tickets. That'll happen next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're going to get you guys hooked up with some charge tickets here shortly. Stephanie writes in and says, Hey, Sansbury, I wanted to thank you for your morning show rants as they are great, and I love listening to them. I'm not even being sarcastic. It just always makes me picture Fantone with his feet up reading a newspaper, and then when you're done asking you if, it, if you feel better. Feel makes, better about that, huh? It makes me laugh every time. It makes my mornings better. Well, thank you, Stephanie. We appreciate you uh, listening. We are thankful for you. David writes in and says, uh, I'm not a mathematician, but I know this. One and a half million is 1% of 150 million, not 10. Yeah, again. Good li- point, David. A li- little, little, little misspeaking action there. It happens. You get passionate. You start arguing. Start fighting for your side of the things, and you misspeak a little. It happens. And I still stand that a percentage of American voters is an important number. I still stand that 1% is definitely more than enough reason for me to go, eh, not that big of a deal. Ten, you almost had me like, well, 10%, but 1%. I'm just going to laugh back at that math. Yeah, why even bother voting? It's true. 1.5 million of you don't make a difference. Why should I? Dude, none of us made a difference. Black Friday, right around the corner. This is the whole, I can't believe stores are open. Walmart, not giving an F. They're open 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Thanksgiving, they're open. I, uh, I believe Kmart is open from 6 a.m. Thanksgiving to 10 p.m. And then Black Friday, I believe those, do- uh, those uh, hours are going to be the same. Dollar General, Thanksgiving open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. So if you're looking to get some stuff at Thanksgiving Day, J.C. Penney's is open uh, from 3 p.m. on Thanksgiving to 10 p.m. And then Black Friday, the hours are pretty much normal there. Uh, Best Buy does this again, too, on Thanksgiving. They're, they open at 5 till 1 a.m., and then they're open up back again for Black Friday at 8 a.m. And you see a couple of these, like Target does this, uh, 6 p.m. Thanksgiving. Dix is another one where, all right, Dix is split. So they open at 6 o'clock tomorrow till 2 a.m., right? So from 6 o'clock tomorrow night till 2 a.m., you can go into Dix Sporting Goods and buy things. And then they close and open back up at 5 a.m. Why are you taking the three-hour break? Uh, restock maybe. Oh uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I that's the only thing I could think of, or maybe to change over the shift, to like change over who's working. That many people shopping, this and uh. that. Yeah, I could see that. GameStop, another place people are going to uh, to shop pretty heavily for the holidays there. Uh, Black Friday, you're opening at five o'clock in the morning, and they're open till about ten o'clock that night. Where are you at on this whole? Um, 
we shouldn't be open Thanksgiving Day. Number one, I mean, it just seems ludicrous to me that anybody would be telling a business, no, you can or cannot be open on this day. It's their prerogative to do so. And if they want to make their employees work, make their employees work. I also think it's really hypocritical of people to uh, Thanksgiving is a huge day for going out to eat. So I don't know why employees at a restaurant or any employee are different than employees at Walmart. It's a huge day for going to the movies. I don't huge know, movie day. I don't know why movie theater A lot of movies get released Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I don't know why they're less important than a, than a Walmart employee. And I mean, think of all the other things. Like, think about like football games. That takes a ton of employees. And not just football players, but like guys who are nachos selling nachos. and parking lots. And, 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 and you know, you, you look at the, at the million different things we do. Like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You think that doesn't take serious effort from... A ton of people working on Thanksgiving Day. That one might be a lot of volunteers. None, but nonetheless, there's guys who are going to work to go. Oh, but to, the TV people aren't volunteering right, their time. Those people right. work. The right. security guards aren't. Aren't you know the cops that are working those things aren't aren't volunteers. You know, there's people no, that go to work. No, they aren't. No, go to work. I agree. I kind of and and I want to be careful here because I don't want anybody to think that I'm trashing what you do. But I think if you work certain jobs, you should just assume that that's the way it's going to be and you're not going to get the benefit that some other people get. Like if you work retail and it's some of the busiest shopping time of the year, if I worked retail, I would expect to be asked to be put on that schedule. One of the reasons why I'm okay with that is before recording shows became the thing that radio did and like voice tracking people in from other markets, this and that, dude, radio people had to work. Like my first... Like six years in the radio business, I was at the, I was in the radio studio Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Thanksgiving, the night before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving. Cause I was low bitch on the totem pole and everybody else that worked at the radio station had put their dues in, paid their dues, and it was their time to spend with their family. And that was how you found decent employees. That was how you found people passionate enough to want to do this, the drive enough to want to do this. That was like, you know what? I don't care about Thanksgiving. I want to be on the radio. So I'm I'm going to do everything it takes to do that. And it kind of built that. Now, not every business needs that. Target doesn't necessarily need that. But okay? you need that paycheck and get your ass to work. I, 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 I'm kind of the same way. I, I mean, it, if you work retail and you don't expect them to ask you to work Black Friday and Thanksgiving, you're kind of nuts. Now, if your employer makes you work a 14-hour shift on Thanksgiving, I can at least look at them and be like, dude, quit being a dick. Like, quit. Like, let that person go home and at least have lunch with their family or let that person go home and have dinner with their family. But odds are, more than likely, you're going to work an eight-hour day, if that, if that. If that. And with that being said, hey, sorry guys, I can't make it till thanks. I can't make it till Thanksgiving till six o'clock. Or hey, sorry guys, we're gonna have to have Thanksgiving at, at noon. But yeah, that's what you have to do. I would agree. I absolutely agree. I, I look. I ideally it would be. Is it nicer if everybody gets off and everything's closed and old world? But we're not going back to those times. And you got to think about people like me. My family's three thousand miles away. Tomorrow is just Thursday for me. So what? My life can't be the same as it as it needs to be because you want to stay home. Like, isn't that right? Like, are, are, shouldn't my people be uproared? Like, what do you mean things aren't going to be open? But of course, you would never hear me bitch like that. But I'm just saying, like. It's if you work retail, expecting not to have to work retail this time of year, I think is crazy. Plenty of jobs like that. You work retail, you work in restaurants. Dude, you're a cop, you're a nurse. There's Movie a million, theaters, right, right, dude? There, there's a million different things you're gonna have to go to work for on days you don't want to. And uh, welcome to being a grown up. Absolutely. We have a four pack of tickets for both Friday and Saturday night Canton Charge games. If you need tickets, you can pick them up at the Charge Box Office or at CantonCharge.com. But we're giving away a four pack for both Friday and Saturday night right now. Caller fifteen at one eight hundred two four three. We'll send you to that. And then, Fantone, your time has come. 
the Ohio, the Ohio Championship yes. wrestling guys are in the house. We'll put them on the program next. Hang on. Hey guys, you got Sansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Karting. They're in Medina, just off the square, located in the old foundry building. And if you don't have experience here yet, it's high performance indoor electric go karting. High Voltage Karting is Ohio's first and longest indoor electric go karting track, and it's a ton of fun. I've been telling guys this for a while now. If you're looking for a date alternative, this is a cool place to go. Mildly competitive, speed always in aphrodisiac. It's a cool, cool experience. Check out more info at highvoltagekarting.com. That's highvoltagekarting with a K.com. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. We're online at wrqk.com. We still have a few more four packs of uh, Canton Charge tickets. We'll pass those out before the end of the program. We're joined, however, in studio now by the Ohio Championship Wrestling Guys. Sherman Tank, do I have that right? Do I have that right? Yes, sir. All right. Sherman Tank is uh, is, is battling. Uh, to, uh, this is Saturday night, right? Up in Akron? Yes. Okay. Dude, I may hire you to go everywhere I go. I may pay you to be like to be uh, of my like of my on site sidekick because you make me feel skinny, dude. That's and <laughs> I, 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 I hate to say that to you, and I hate to start off the interview that way, but you are a big dude. Like you remind me of Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, I actually get that a lot. Do you get yeah, Bam Bam yeah, a lot? I get that a lot. Less um, tattoos, obviously. Yeah, I got a couple covered up, but none, none, right? none on the forehead, none on the none on the skull. Of the head. No, no, I'm not that brave. All so. right, so you're wrestling Saturday night, part of Ohio Championship Wrestling. Again, the video, a little preview of it, up right now at wrqk.com. Take a uh, a look at that. Now we brought up Bam Bam. Sure. So growing up as a kid, obviously you were influenced by the WWE guys. Uh, who was like the guy that made you want to try wrestling? Um, I was more actually NWA. Is that right? Uh, yeah, down south, um, the old school stuff. Um, but I mean, I was a, I was a fan of just everything. Is that uh, right? You know, obviously the Hogans and, yeah. and guys like that, Warriors and stuff like. But Macho I, Man, I would assume. Macho Man, absolutely. The the one that really kind of broke me in or, or kind of like interest me and caught my attention was the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. Obviously, it's a little bit different. That's what I would as a kid. I was sure. I was dress up them with the bandanas around the legs and the the tassels and all the other stuff. And I was like, man, if I'm going to ever get in the ring, that's what I'm going to dress like. And obviously, we totally did a 180, and we're yeah. not doing that at all. Things, things have changed. <laughs> yeah, but I also, when I was a kid, wanted to be a bull rider, too. And now I'm bigger than the bulls. So. I was going to say, yeah, yeah that's not, probably not, not the best. No, no, we're not doing that. Stansberry was into so. a different kind of NWA as a child. <laughs> yeah. it, was the, it was the Dr. Dre version. <laughs> little, hey, but, ball. Dr. Dre. Yeah. But nonetheless, nonetheless, NWA making an impression on everybody. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do want to say, though, you know, you said, like, you know, you want to take me everywhere. But yeah. But... We were kind of talking. You, you need to come up to the arena and kind of bump, bounce around a little bit. In the see, ring. In the ring. I don't know. A, a, after, Thanksgiving, <laughs> I don't know after, after Thanksgiving. Come on. Let, let me just show you. Let us show you the ropes. Let, come in, bump around a little bit. You know, oh, we do, we do no. after Thanksgiving body slams. You know, that's what that's what my family does. So <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Why don't you come up and and uh, and and? I mean, dude, I'm down for slamming the plates. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna do that a lot. Clearly, but... there's no issue on this side of the microphone. <laughs> but, so uh, I, I know for sure I can't pick you up. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm betting that you could pick me up, so I feel like this is going to go the wrong way for me. I, I have no problem with it. <laughs> like, I know good, you don't. Man. I know you don't. What I would like to see, since Phantom's going to do some uh, some arena announcing for you guys, I believe, on, on Saturday, 
Dude, somebody get me good video of him getting his ass kicked. And I honestly, why, why, I would be, so, be, me, I would be so happy about that. Uh, Sherman, I'm glad you brought up, you, you know, uh, who's influenced you. And, and Stance Ray kind of brings up the OCW arena. Um, tell us what's going on at the OCD, OCW arena, where it's at, and what you guys kind of have planned for it. Um, we're trying, trying to just make it. I mean, obviously, like, we're independent wrestling. Um, you know, we, we always equate it to being, you know, WWE, everybody knows whether you're a wrestling fan or not. They're like the Cleveland Indians of the professional wrestling world. Okay. Right? I equate us to being like the rubber ducks, the Akron rubber ducks. We're like the minor league, but we're still professionals. You know, we get sure. paid and, and, you know, but we don't have the budget that WWE has. So we try to do the most with at least the least amount of resources possible. Um, you know, we try to stretch that dollar as, as much as we can. You know, we make try to make the tickets affordable for all of our events. Just ten bucks on Saturday. Uh, the show starts at seven o'clock. The Ohio Championship Wrestling Arena, located at twenty nine ten South Main Street in Akron. Yeah, twenty nine ten. Um, actually, tickets are pre sale ten dollars. Okay, twelve dollars at the door. Yeah, door, yeah, door. yeah okay. so we, I mean, we definitely encourage Makes sense. people to get. You know, we have a couple ticket locations. Um, if you go to uh, ocwrestling.net, yep. Um, you can check out uh the local ticket outlets. Um, but you can also get them at at that website as well. But okay, um, just briefly to get back to yours, uh, Fantone. Like we just want to make a good experience for everybody. We we want people to come in and you know for two hours just forget about their problems and their bills and you know family issues and stuff like that and just come in and just let that go and just be a fan and just have a good time and and just relax and 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 cheer and holler and get that frustrations out of their daily lives. That's that's the, the whole goal of the thing. I gotta tell you, wrestling's pretty good for that. Like, a lot of things have been politicized lately that probably shouldn't be. Sure. I'm, I'm one of those people that I wish politics would stay out of pro sports. Like sure. just, I, I, you know, I wish it would just, you know what, just play games for me, sure. right? Now, I understand that's not the world and that's not the way it's going to be. But the wrestling world really is good at selling storyline, really good at pulling you in and selling you on, on the showmanship of it and this net where you can kind of forget a little bit, where you get sucked into the world of it. Sure. And it is great for that. That's a great point. Saturday night, 7 o'clock. And again, the Ohio Championship Wrestling Arena located at 2910 South Main Street. Pick up tickets, ocwrestling.net, 10 bucks uh, prior, 12 and at the door. I'm sure Fantone's got tons of questions for you guys. Of He's course, been waiting all morning for you. Of course I do, dude. Professional wrestling is a uh, it's it's a it's a topic near and dear to my heart. It's and a passion honestly, for him. I dude, I just want to thank you guys once again for having me be involved in your shows. I uh, I've had a good time doing it thus far. Um and and hopefully this will continue to move forward. Uh one of the things I know a lot of people get worried about with pro wrestling shows is like, well, is this going to be appropriate for my kids? Is this going to be like one of those hardcore events? Is there going to be cussing? Are there going to be like what's going to be happening? So correct me if I'm wrong, it's going to be a uh, it's a family-friendly night, right? Oh, yeah, it's totally family friendly. That's what we try to pride ourselves on is that when you come to this show, it's for the whole family. You know, there might be a little thing, you know, everyone's going to find something they enjoy. Mom, dad, the kids, everyone. That's a no shame Jimmy Shane right there. There no sh- you go. No shame in banging fat chicks. That's what he gets it from. <laughs> is that that's right? Is that, is that where the shame? friendly as it can be with Jimmy Shane in the building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things get a little greasy right there. That's Juice Jennings right across the board. Oh, cool. Uh, their powers combined, they become the party crashers. And I know you guys have big plans for uh, for oh, the this thing. Oh, this is like a three-man team thing, too? <laughs> no, I don't like these. Oh. Tanks, tanks <laughs> oh. are part of it. Oh, 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 oh. I'm too old to crash parties. Okay. Yeah, the party crashers, they're ready to crash your Thanksgiving party. It should be a good time on Saturday. What do you crash tank? Golden Corral, maybe? <laughs> the buffet, yeah, actually. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, man. I don't get to do that to people a lot. I have to take it all the time. 
I'm going to bring that bell a lot. That's why, like, you know, you're going to take some stuff here a little bit because I'm going to throw you through the table here. Oh, my God. Hey, and so Ohio Championship Wrestling, you know, Saturday night is is, is their debut at the Ohio yeah. Championship Wrestling Arena. Uh, should be a kick-ass time. One of the things you guys are doing at that arena is I know you guys are doing uh, pro wrestling training. Talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, we, we just opened uh, in September, and we just had our first tryouts and stuff. We have... We had nine people try out. We had uh, eight be accepted because um, not you know this isn't for everybody, and we're not looking for everybody. We're looking for uh, a good group of people, athletic, um, you know, who can you know do the multifacets of the of the business. Sure. Um, but for the most part, you know, we we've had seven keep showing up. You know, obviously it's pay to play. You know, this is how we kind of make our, right. our living and whatnot. So, um, but. Uh, you know, we're we're trying to teach them the right way, the old school way. Kind of bring them up. You know, make them earn their stripes and 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 pay their dues. And and so far, I mean, the seven that keep showing up are pretty spectacular. Um, what, you know, what advice would you guys give to somebody who's like, eh, dude, pro wrestling? Maybe I should give that a shot. Uh, I come on down. Um, I mean, you you never want to discount somebody's heart and sure. their, their their passion for something. But I'm telling you, as soon as you step through those ropes, it's a different world. Um, it's not what people may perceive it to be. But, you know, as soon as you step through the ropes, it's going to be a lot harder than you think. Um, it's it's going to hurt a lot. Yeah, it hurts, right? Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it, it, everyone, like you're everyone, wrestling Saturday night. When will your body feel right after that match? I've been doing it for 21 years. Oh, my God. So you're probably, your body probably doesn't feel right at all, ever. Uh, ever. Uh, I, I have nerve issues. I've, I've, I just had my shoulder reconstructed. I have really? hip issues. Yeah, yeah. I was never supposed to come back. No, uh, it was pretty bad. With all that being said, you talk about injuries and you talk about you know kind of what you've put your body through. I often compare independent wrestling to being in an unsigned band where you know you're not necessarily getting paid all that much money to do it, but you're doing making it kind a living. Of, you know, but you're doing it out of passion. You're doing it because you want to. But when you're in an unsigned band, you're not dealing with like nerve issues. You're not dealing with like you know I guess issues of your spine and, and things like no, it's just crabs and, and gonorrhea right, and chlamydia. Right, right. Yeah. You're just, you're Which just, some of the wrestlers maybe doing that as well. <laughs> yeah. Keep me out of this. No shame right there. But, I mean, like I said, you're not dealing with physical issues, so it's a lot easier to be like, oh, hey, I'm still going to keep doing this band because I want to. What makes all three of you guys decide to get up and keep training for this and keep doing this and, 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 and you know, make this your life? I've, well, for me, I've kind of hit that point where, I mean, I'm in my early 30s, so I don't know if Vince McMahon's going to be calling my calling me anytime soon. Right. But it's kind of, uh, it's gone past that the idea of making it big and being rich and being a superstar, but I can really dial in on just really being passionate about it. This is where's the sounds. This is my art form. This is how I uh, express myself. And this is how I, uh, you know, just, uh, it's, it's what I love to do. So, uh, that's what I look forward to doing. I like going out there and, uh, just making everybody open people's eyes that uh, if they are coming to the Akron Rubber Ducks of pro wrestling, it's not uh, WWE, it's not uh, Monday Night Raw, but it is pretty pretty good. Just like you guys said, if you go to a, uh, see a band somewhere, they yeah. could be one of the best bands you've ever seen. You say, why are these guys not signed by a major label? Um, Can so happen all the maybe, time. Maybe the right yeah. eyes aren't on them. Maybe they don't have the right friends. But uh, I, Well, I life is a lot of luck. It's not always Absolutely. your talent. It's a lot. Of, life is a lot of luck. Believe me, as a guy who gets to do what he wants to do for a living, talented, obviously, but a lot of luck has come my way in my career. So I totally understand how that can play into it. The thing that uh, really, uh, I'll admit, I'm not the biggest wrestling fan, sure. right? But the thing I do find impressive about it is that it's not just the physical aspect of it. Like a football player, you have to be big, you have to be physical, but if you learn that, 
you're done and you're good. Where we're wrestling, you're only just begun then. Mm-hmm. First, you have to have the body. Then you got to get physical, learn how to use the body, learn how to do all this stuff. But then it's all the right attire, the right attitude, the right personality, and the right character and all this stuff. It's like a perfect storm that has to happen to become like a wrestler that people really love. And sure. so that's impressive when you start to think about the fact that it's like a lot of things all got to come into play all at once for it to go next level with the fandom. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, there, I mean, you, like, it, you know, it's not always what you know. It's it's really who you know. For sure. Who, who you impress. And you got to be ready at that particular time because there's opportunities that come about sometimes you're not ready for and then you you if you're not there you're not ready you don't get it back it's it's one and done so you're here in sherman tank there who's uh wrestling <laughs> saturday night uh for ohio championship wrestling and again uh we have the link up at wrqk.com on where you can get tickets and all that um i hear you're wrestling a, a michigan fan Saturday, yeah, Brandon Edwards. So that um, is, so you guys, your show starts at seven. So we'll already know by then who won the Ohio State Michigan game. Yeah. So this is going to come into play pretty heavily. I just assume, looking at what your attire is, you're a pretty heavy Ohio State fan. Uh, actually, a uh, 2001 graduate. So. Is that right from oh, Ohio State? Not. Oh, good yeah, for you. Yeah, well, good for you. So, um, the yeah, was putting that degree here. to good use. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know yeah, it, you know, it's kind of like a diploma that's sitting on the wall that. You know, if there's a break in need in case of toilet Does your paper. mom ever feel like smacking you over the head with it when you come in? No, like, you could have no, just no, used that. No. I've been, we've been paying on that loan for a while, and we still will be for a while. Yeah, so. a little while longer yeah, there. But Do you even remember classes, or were you just doing keg sands, just getting amped? No, I, no, that was the thing. I was wrestling. Were you real? Were you? Oh, so you wrestled so in Ohio State? Well, no, no, no. I mean, oh, I was, you were I was independently pro, I was wrestling. Pro wrestling. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I mean, for my senior year in high school, I was wrestling. Oh, really? So, it, like, the, oh, twenty-one years. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not that old. I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old. How old so, are you? Uh, just I'll be. <laughs> Count the numbers. What <laughs> are they? I need some more. Forty-four. Figures. No, I'll be I'll be forty in April. Okay. So, yeah, All right. So. Man, your body's got to be beat, dude. Uh, I mean, I'm 40. I play golf, and that's low impact, and my body kills from it. I mean, if you want to do a quick rundown, like I said, reconstructive shoulder surgery, herniated uh, disc, four compressed discs in my back. Uh, I'm sure I've done some neck damage. Um Knee scopes, knee issues, back right, issues. Ladies, are you hearing that? Dude, this guy needs to be bent down pretty bad. Like the body's just a break. Dude, give the guy, throw the guy a bone. No, nah, we're good on that. Is this is so, that right? Are you yeah. married? Yeah, we're good. Okay, yeah, yeah don't want the wife getting on that. Man. It's, no. it's all good. I, on the other hand, am single. No shame, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Shane, Shane, baby. No shame, Jimmy no Shane. No shame in that game. Saturday night, 7 o'clock, this goes down. Uh, hold on, let me pull this back up, but I want to make sure I give you guys the proper due there. It's 2910 South Main Street is where the Ohio Championship Wrestling Arena is located. You can pick up tickets ocwrestling.net. They're 10 bucks prior to the show, 12 at the door. Juice Jennings, No Shame, Jimmy Shane, and Sherman Tank. I want to thank you guys. Uh, I really do appreciate you coming down here uh, and spending a few minutes with us before uh, the holiday. Fantone is pumped. He cannot wait for Saturday. He loves this stuff. Very I'm, uh, I'm very happy you guys decided to include him in that. And dude, Thanks guys- for being my friend, guys. <laughs> uh, Sound like my mom. <laughs> Like, thank you for including Matthew. We gotta pay people to hang out with him. So, uh, no, seriously, guys, have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you guys soon. Thank we'll be right you. back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. 1069.
Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. It's where you can check out the video. A little preview of the Ohio Championship Wrestling Thanksgiving special. We had those guys in the studio prior to the break. We have a pair of tickets for that show. We'll pass those out here in just a few minutes. If you need to purchase them, you can do so at OCWrestling.net. And again, 7 p.m. Saturday night, the Ohio Championship Wrestling Arena uh, is where it goes down. 2910 South Main Street in Akron. Phantom's going to do a little ring announcing there. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to be part of the OCW team. So we'll pass uh, some tickets for that. I think we're going to have to make a uh, class field trip out to the OCW arena at some point, buddy. I wish I could go Saturday. I'm, uh, I, I have, uh, I have holiday plans. It's all right. We got friends, so I'm unable to do that. But yeah, maybe the next one they do. Yeah, I probably yeah. should go to. Yeah, do a little, uh, you know, a little, uh, a little in ring action. Maybe who knows? Nah, no. I don't know. Stan's probably not taking the bump. No, not wrestling. No, 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 no. I'll go and I'll drink beer and I'll support it. <laughs> but no, no, I'm not wrestling. Not changing who I am. They've uh, they've got that wrestling school, and my girlfriend keeps asking. She's like, "Why don't you just go do it?" She's like, "I know you want to do it." She's like, "I know deep down inside that 16, 17 year old version of you is just screaming at you for not doing it." Bro, given the way your career's gone, back to school, not the worst idea in the world. I think I would maybe go business degree versus intercontinental, you know, championship. Probably a good call there, buddy. That's just me. Probably a good. You know what I mean? Maybe a CPA, something like that. So tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Indeed it is. We will all sit around and we will reflect on, or at least we should, things that we're thankful for. I'm going to throw people through a loop here. Okay. Here's okay. here's things that Stansberry's not thankful for. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think people would be surprised to find out what one of the things that I am thankful for because of how much grief I give them. Okay. But I am very thankful that I had good parents. I believe that good parenting is one of those things that helps give you a major leg up in, be, in in your life being easier. Of course. Your parents putting you in good situations, putting you in good schools, caring about you, making sure that you're making the right decisions can help lead you to a decent life. Showing you how to make good right. decisions. You know what I mean? There's plenty of, of things in life you might not necessarily be like, oh, my parents taught me that, but they showed you by example. They showed you, you know, your dad showed you, hey, every day you get up, you, you, you do this, you, 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 you put on your shoes and you go to Work, Go to work, you right. know, even if he didn't have that conversation with you, he kind of I learned it by watching you, exactly, Dad. Exactly, exactly. And so I bag on my parents a lot, but the truth of the matter is they were really, really, really good parents. I just tease my mom over the fact that she loves my brother more than me because she does, and every parent's got a kid that they like better, and she just loves my brother more than she loves me. That's totally fine. And, you know, obviously the... I'm not still sad about it. The relationship between parents and children is a complex one, especially as you become an adult, where you kind of give up on that that mentality of, well, my parents are perfect. Whereas kids, no matter what, no matter how effed up your parents are you see them as this like this is what life is supposed to be as you grow up and you realize hey they're a human just like me you start to have a different relationship yeah once you realize that your parents are flawed it's like oh my god what happened what about me am i this messed up and yeah, I mean, we we all kind of are. But I grew up in a two-parent household. Both parents worked. Uh, they both loved us. They they cared for us. They went out of their way to provide a life in a house and a school district that technically they probably couldn't really afford. But they were doing everything they could to give us the best possible jumpstart to our lives. And I am appreciative of that. And it took me a long time to get to that point. Like I said, I bag on my mom a lot. I tease her a lot. But at the end of the day, my mom was a pretty solid mom, and I know she loves me. Okay. 
Now, the reason why I'm thankful for this, and the reason why I want to mention it to you now, is I'm just thankful that these two people out of Orange, Connecticut, are not my parents. Okay. As they have now, uh, these two work at McDonald's, and that's not why, okay? You put in an honest day's work, I don't care where you work, right? Right. But they, uh, they got off their shift at the McDonald's, and that was around 9.30, back on the 15th of November. And a couple of other McDonald's employees caught them in the car having sex. Oof. And so they called the cops, obviously. Like, dude, you can't do this. Hey, calling call the cops on your coworkers? If I, dude, I'm just saying, if I walked out back right now and I saw you banging it out in, a, in, a, in, a, in, in, in your car, I don't know dude, if, if I'm I bang any, cops. If I bang any chick in this building, you can call whoever you need to to make sure that stops. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dude, did you hear me? Write that down. That's a serious thing. If I sleep with somebody from this building, you call whoever you need to make sure that stops. Now, here's where the story takes a drastic turn, and here is where the other employees called the cops and why. Okay. I left. I buried the lead. Okay. Okay? These two were in a car having sex in a McDonald's parking lot at where they work. So, obviously, people, yes, do know who you are. The cops show up. There was a six-year-old in the back seat watching. Ah. Bro, that is brutal. When they arrived, cops, they found a woman partially naked in the front seat with a man and a six-year-old in the back seat who was alert and awake, apparently, according to the cops. Uh, the couple said they were cuddling after eating McDonald's. Oh, boy, yeah, dude. Nothing like sucking down cheeseburgers and McNuggets. Well, here's the thing, dude. Sometimes <laughs> when you eat that, that kind of food, you do. You need somebody to hold you and tell you it's going to be okay. You do. But officers obviously realized that they weren't cuddling. They were fornicating, and they arrested Rory Clark, 27, and Kimberly Onorodo, 28, of Bristol, Connecticut. Both were charged with second-degree breach of peace and impairing, and I'm sorry, and impairing the morals of a minor. I've never heard of that. No, neither have I. Released on $5,000 bond. Now, I'm not going to make excuses for these people. This was an absolutely terrible Obviously, decision. Obviously, yeah, you can't excuse that. I think there's probably a lot of families out there, especially in the past, because it's not like, you know, there's been plenty of families who have been in a financial situation where they have to share a bedroom with their kids, and I'm sure they still have sex, right? I mean... If the kid was asleep or something, maybe you would have an excuse, but if the kid's awake and sitting there in the if back you have a seat, baby, If you have a baby... In a crib, and the crib's in your room. I could get that. If you have a tot, I don't know. I don't know what the right call there is. Once you're old enough to make memories, no. No. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's an easy line for me. Where is that? Uh, I'm going to say before kindergarten, probably three, four years old. I was going to say, I have a very vivid memory of four years old. I don't know if I have any before that one. Yeah, three, four years old. But still, dude, I mean, why wouldn't you just go home? Like, you just got off of a shift at McDonald's, and I don't know if anybody out there uh, listening right now has worked in the fast food industry before. But you but, reek oh, like, my like that God, place. Dude, when I worked at Wendy's, it was disgusting afterwards. You, you got that fry stank all over you, and, and you've been slamming together cheeseburgers all day. Why wouldn't you go home and shower, dude? Wash your genitals off. I got to tell you, the more I hear you describe it, the more erotic it gets. <laughs> That's right. Smelling like grease, assembling cheeseburgers, 
getting hot. As we uh, as we sit here and talk about perverted things, uh, I know with oh, no. I know with <laughs> oh, no, dude. What are you doing? I know with uh, abort with the Thanksgiving break coming up. You're gonna have plenty of time yeah. to sit around yeah. and kind of watch things. I, I knew this was gonna be a part of your com- part of your questioning today. I want to recommend to you. Uh, oh. No, 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 no. Oh. This this this, this isn't this isn't Stansberry perversion. This is a, a recommendation on Netflix. It's called Pervert Park. And it's about this trailer park that's all sex offenders. And honestly, dude, it's way more like interesting and intriguing than you think it would be. They all go into their stories and they're probably a bunch of liars and stuff. But like stories like this, this is how those people ended up in this in sex pervert, offend- park. In pervert park, dude. It's on Netflix. It's awesome. It, 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 you're gonna want to strangle these people because they're, yeah. they're sexual deviants. Like you're gonna get, pissed. I'm gonna get mad, right? You're gonna get pissed, but oh. you're not gonna be able to turn away, dude. Pervert Park, really, I really recommend watching. I've it. never heard of that. I, it was in the it, Netflix documentaries, and I watch a ton of them. So it's like, hey, maybe you'll be interested in this. And it, it's the per- documentary is the best section of Netflix. Pervert Park, check it out. Pervert Park. When you're sitting around with the family after Thanksgiving, looking for something to do, what should we do? What should we watch? You want to watch a football game? Nah, it's the Lions versus Cowboys. Nobody wants to watch that. The parade's over. What do you want to watch? Fast oh. rolls. Pass a 13-year-old. <laughs> you know, if I could have that one back, I'd probably take, take it back. Take it back. Take it back. You know, if I could have that swing back. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, that was a little Jose Patisa there, dude. Swinging at things. <laughs> swinging at things maybe I shouldn't there. Oof. Pervert Park, eh? Yeah, I want you to watch it, dude. You're going to enjoy it. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Pervert Park. All right, let's pass out some Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets. <laughs> I don't know what else to do after that. So Ohio Championship Wrestling, this is going down Saturday night, yep. 7 o'clock, 2910 South Main Street in Akron is where you can find them. $12 at the door, $10 beforehand, ocwrestling.net, or you could just be caller 15 right now at 1-800-243-7625. We'll send you for free, and we will close out the program for the week next on the Stansberry Show. Buck 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9 online for you at WRQK.com. Dude, a little selfishly, listen to that bumper music. They reminisce on you. I'm going to go back and listen to that whole album today. That album was so good. It's Pete Rock, CL Smooth, right? I have that right? Correct, you yeah. are, dude, sir. Pete, dude, Pete Rock and CL Smooth back in the day was awesome. Black is showing can right here, baby. Yeah. Right Ooh. now, right now, white people are like, what? what? Even some white people that are awake are like, what? You mean white people that are woke? <laughs> they know what time it is. Yeah, Pete Rock CL Smooth was awesome stuff back in the day, man. Good stuff. About ready to close it out for the week. Uh, we should make you aware of this so people don't freak out and think that we've been fired. We're taking Monday off uh, okay. as well. We're scheduling a day off uh, as we both are going to be moving around all weekend, seeing uh, friends and family and the like. You know what? And I was just like, you know what? We got time to burn. It's getting towards the end of the year. We're yeah. allowed to start taking this time off. Yeah. Let's just take one more. So, Fantone, if you think about it, dude, we're out of the studio five days. It's crazy. It's nice. It's nice. What it is. It is. It's and you nice. got to think, coming back next week, we come into it on a Tuesday. So, New Turd Tuesday. Oh. Dude. Rihanna will do all the heavy lifting. She'll take care of it from here. Every week. And then you got to think, we're already to Wednesday's four-day work week next week. Dude, smart guys, you and I. Not the dumbest there. Not the dumbest. Not the dumbest. What are your, uh, so what are the the Fantones doing for the holiday? What's happening? (laughs) Uh, So I'll get the turkeys going. But uh, (laughs) get them going. You got to get them. 
Gobble. Uh, uh, the Fantones uh, tonight. God, I can't even believe it's tonight. But oh, that's tonight, right. You're going to the Cavs game. Yeah, I'm going up to uh, watch the Cleveland Cavaliers with my brother. I'm his, jealous. His, a, I'm a Cavs fan, but B, dude, like they're also playing the Portland Trailblazers, which is like my Western team. And you got Damian Lillard and then CJ McCollum, Canton's own CJ McCollum. That's Canton, awesome. Canton's $100 million man right yeah. there. So uh, it'll be good to see him uh, hopefully go off and do well, but at the same time for the Trailblazers to get their ass kicked. I feel like the Cavs haven't played him forever. It's been a long it's ass time. It's been a little while. Oh, dude, plus, I don't have to wake up tomorrow. I can stay up and watch this game. Yeah, it'll be a good time, Stan. Oh, good time. So, uh, Cavs game tonight, tomorrow, uh, we're doing Thanksgiving breakfast. I don't even know what that means, but we're doing that at my mom's house. Then we're going to her grandma's house. Um, Black Friday shopping after that. Canton Charge Friday night. Ohio Championship Wrestling on Saturday. <laughs> and then a day of recovery on Sunday and Monday. Is that right? Yeah. What uh, What do you got going on? <laughs> All right, I... I I'm hesitant to tell you what I'm doing today because I've lied to people. Okay. All right. But I've lied and told people that I have like big, uh, huge plans for this evening. I don't. Okay. I don't. I, I, I'm shutting my cell phone off and I'm ignoring the whole world. You know what I? What you're going to have to do this evening, like you have to get this taken care of. What's that? Uh, you, my friend, are going to have to oh. take care of any self-pleasuring tomorrow a calendar holiday which means that dan stansberry will not be masturbating correct? none of you will be masturbating i don't dude like listen if you guys listen to the program you dude, you gotta take i uh, dude you take the show on you do it uh, you do as i do and for those of you that are like what why are we talking about this right now that's not the right way to baste a turkey like you don't do no here's here's the rule calendar holidays it's hands above the belt. Like, you just, you know what I mean? You leave that playground. You leave that alone. You no, observe the holidays. Nothing more depressing in your mind than somebody sitting around watching pornography on a thanks or lonely. On a, on a, on a lonely. calendar holiday masturbating. Yes. And not only that, but if you guys are going to bitch at Walmart workers for having to go to work, your penis should get the day off, too. <laughs> they think, you think that thing wants to get beat around early Thursday morning? No, it's going to be Thursday night after the family leaves, you know. You're oh, dude, the enzymes in Turkey, dude, way too tired to crank it out <laughs> Thursday night. Your wife's getting the Black Friday shopping ready, and you're getting the black interracial gangbang video ready. I do the that's Thursday night. I guarantee you, Pornhub's traffic rate. Dude, the I gotta roof. tell you, Black Friday shopping would be cooler <laughs> if it was just going down shore looking for things to buy. That would be the best. You know what? Maybe that's the Black Friday shopping I'll do. Black Hooker Shopping Friday. Maybe that. Maybe maybe that's what I'll do. Did we Thank God we like Pete Rock and see all smooth, right? Right. Did we go far enough? Did we go too far? So I don't really have any ton of plans tonight, and then even tomorrow, like I'm meeting my friends over at their place, but not till like seven o'clock at night, and uh, they're wrapping up their family stuff and be done well before I get there. Nice. Uh, which would be nice. So I'll just be able to eat leftovers that they brought from previous like places. We'll do that, and then. Uh, Friday and Saturday, um, we're just going to try to get some golf in, depending on the weather. Uh, I'll play in the cold. I don't care if it's cold, just as long as it's not like a full-blown snowstorm. Uh, we may do that. And then, you know, my buddy's got a four-wheeler and that kind of stuff. He lives out in the middle of nowhere. We'll probably, you know, hillbilly it up a little bit over the weekend. And then Sunday, dude, I'm going to go check out In Flames and Hell Yeah up at the Agora. 
uh, which was part of the reason why I wanted to take that Monday off. So I'm going to go to that show and have a good time up there for that, see a bunch of people celebrate uh, the holiday. And then Monday, man, just kind of like lay back, kick back, relax, and get ready for the next week. And then before you know it, dude, we're going to be doing this all over again. A for Long Haul Against Hunger, December 2nd, Giant Eagle up there on the Strip. But then, you know, Christmas right around the corner there, so... Yeah. So we get wacky lists about how do you eat the most Christmas food? What do you prefer most? Christmas cookies, Christmas ham. Does the tape, do you double back the tape or just wrap it over? BuzzFeed says this means you're a psychopath if you tape over. No. All right. Aside from that, we are done for the week. You guys have a fantastic holiday. Be nice to one another. You know what I mean? No DUA. Yeah. No drinking and driving. Yeah. Call Uber. No drinking and driving. This is the biggest bar day of the year, and, dude, you're not the only one that knows that. Cops know that, too. So be safe. Carpool. Use Uber. Do all that stuff. Save yourself the ten grand. Trust me, it blows. Don't do it. Yeah, if you do all that and wear a condom, you should be good tonight, right? Like it. There you go. You're getting solid <laughs> advice. There you go. Solid. That's how we're going to end it, by telling you what to do. All right. Aside from that, we are done. We will be back at it live Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great holiday. See you.